hello, Internet, and welcome to a Lone Wolf game. If you are, in fact, the Internet, not just we hold this in archive or possibly held for some contributor's thing, function or something. But anyways, uh, for once, this Lone Wolf name is not game... This wo- Lone Wolf name! This Lone Wolf name. My name's Lone Wolf. My name's Lone Wolf. As you guessed, I'm a very lone wolf. God, I get I'm my... So I get my loans from the, uh, Someone please, come up and say hi, I don't care. Okay, you came up really choppy there for a second, Nate. Did, did it really? Called it fell apart, huh? Yeah, yeah. Turn into Nintendo, you say? Yeah, that would be a way of describing it. Skype for Nintendo. Brave Warriors! Alright, seems a bit comeback, would you say, Matt? No. It could be hosted by someone else. Alright. So, your internet is not the, uh, is not the, um, bastion of, uh... Stability. Stability, yeah. Well, seems to have come back for now. So let's, every, no one sounds like a Nintendo. I don't sound like Nintendogs. No. Alright. That's so a any- shame. Nintendogs is adorable. So anyway, this Lone Wolf game is not run by Nate, but run for Nate. What? Bullshit. Alright, and uh this Lone Wolf game takes place in the uh far off uh well, I mean way back here, not far off here. Unless we're sending this thing back in time. Is there is there is there a uh, name of this episode? Um I don't have one actually. We'll think of one. Okay. One more thing. Got what the name of where this is takes place around near is uh, and uh maps. Alright, and uh uh, this game takes place in the, uh, in the, uh, in the Irish city of, uh, of, uh, Dundalk. Dundalk. Okay. It is a, uh, it is north of, uh, Dublin. The border, it actually is close to the, uh, Irish, North Irish border, me- making it kind of a, uh, a, uh, you know, place of interest in the, uh, in the secret war between the, uh, between the IRA and UDA. Or, uh, I- Irish Republican Army and, uh, Ulster Defense, Defense Association. Uh, this is in 2007, uh, the, uh, summer, right before the, uh, uh, official, before, uh, official hostility cease in, uh, November of 2007. So, uh, so the, uh, in essence, the final days of the, of the, uh, war in, of the terror wars in Ireland. Uh, we start in a kind of, it is a, a farm, it is kind of a, uh, it's an abandoned, uh, warehouse that has been turned kind of into a barracks, uh, for where the, uh, where the more, uh, financially uninclined members of the, of what is known as the, let's see, I, looking up the name, uh, the Neo, Neo-Irish Republican Army, a, uh, one of the many uh, splinters of the IRA, uh, no, also known as the uh, NIRA or uh, NIRA, is a uh, small group that, uh, well, small by by uh, you know cell standards, about 20 men, men usually in the same place at the same time, a little bit more if you count associates. Uh, they they are a um, cell that uh, operate that is base of operations is inside the Irish borders. But mostly they go across uh, Irish borders into a through a, a bunch of uh, unsecure backroads and uh, cause trouble in uh, North Ireland. 
Uh, mostly they, uh, the focus of their aggression is the, uh, is the, uh, UDA, though they will, uh, they have occasionally attacked, uh, um, uh, you know, attacked, uh, uh, the, uh, UK Army and the, uh, Ulster, you know, Ulster Defense Regiment or UDR, which is a, uh, the, uh, you know, British government's, uh, actual kind of national guard there. Right. Though mostly in the case of you not, if you need to make an omelet, you need to break a few eggs. Right. At least that's what that's how they justify it. Uh, it and uh, we join uh, let's see uh, Aleo. That's oh. how you pronounce Alea. Alea. Alea Rhodes. Uh, there's no, there's no L at the end. Just Alea. Alea. Yeah. 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 Alea Rhodes. Uh, Miss Rhodes has been a member of various. When this this faction used to be a part of a bigger faction, then it split off due to political differences, and she's been following this group of guys around for about five years. As oh, you describe it, Nada. What would you describe it as? A commissar, as an information getter, as a that's the mixture of both. She's a uh, she 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 has, she has she has a lot of a lot of very valuable skills. Though what she excels in most is getting information. So she's still a capable foot soldier if a gunfight breaks out or if a uh, place needs a bomb laid. Uh, all right. Uh, it is, uh, you know, May of 2007. When, uh, uh, you know, the uh, base is kind of in a relaxed move. There's a pool table set in the middle of it as people are, uh, as the boys are, uh, you know, smoking, drinking, uh, playing pool. And there is kind of a... Uh, a tap built into the center of this place, of the barracks. And, uh, mostly it is a, you know, there's been, there's been, uh, somewhat a lull in the, uh, fighting of the war of UDA aggression and, uh, in Irish, uh, liberation. Uh, so, uh, what do you do during these, uh, brief moments of peace? Some reading in. Just get, like, just, just get a lot of time to. What you're eating? Whatever she can really pick up. She, doesn't really care what anymore. Um, she always used to. She always used to read comic books um, back when she was uh, back when she was a little girl. Um, I always used to really enjoy them. It's kind of nostalgic to read them. Well, you recently came across a uh, somewhat a uh, somewhat a uh, yeah somewhat a uh, baggy ish you know second hand issue of uh that X-Men one number one, the one that had like five covers. Oh man. You got one of them. Like Un- Uncanny X Men. Yeah. Back when uh that back during that period when the the comics industry said, Yeah, we can make make comics more valuable by releasing a bunch of collector's editions, by releasing a the same book with five colors in like a million like with a million parts sold. Because that's what makes something collectible. Oh yeah, inval and therefore valuable. They still do that, man. What are you talking about? Fucking. They new- don't do it as much. No, the fucking New Fifty Two, dude. DC is awful with it. I'm just gonna say, if you want, if you, if you want to, uh, if you, if you want to pick up a copy of a uh, of, of of a newer DC comic and you go to a bookstore, you will find that they are fucking four or five dollars a piece. And the reasoning is because uh, the standard issues bookstores are allowed to just sell. Uh, no, the standard issues bookstores have to sell at what DC sets it at, and limited limited release uh, bookstores can sell at any price they want. So bookstores will almost exclusively get limited release and sell limited release. 
Like, uh, so they can sell it for whatever the fucking price. Well, at least that's smarter than let's sell these all for the same plot price, and and hopefully at future time these will be more valuable. Smarter? I don't know. More of a dick in the ass to the readers? Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, you it uh yeah. Yeah, if I if I remember right, this issue has a lot of a uh, Magneto going on about a mutant, you know, being being less of a villain and more of an anti-villain, uh, going on about a you know fighting, fight you know, be- believing he is he is right in his fight fight against uh you know society if a so- society doesn't accept mutant kind, he's kind of gotten more and more relatable over if, through, through your time with the IRA. Yeah, he he seems a lot less of a uh, a lot less of a of, of a villain. Yeah, uh, she just kind of if there is a place to sit, um, a nice not really a nice couch, but uh, if there's a couch or chair or something to sit in, it will just be sitting there reading. All right. Uh, yeah, you again you know, just getting to the point where Rogue is having that. Uh, Magneto's lifting up a uh, nuclear submarine to get its uh, plutonium out, and Rogue is having a confrontation with him. And and then uh, the uh, leader of your your uh, out, you know your scampy outfit, a uh, let's see what uh, Sorley Moffat, Moffat, Sorley Moffat, Moffat, yeah, Sorley Moffat. No, that's not what I wanted to post. That's a gift. I didn't want to post a gift. Well, you did. Uh, Sorley Moffat, though, you just, everyone around here calls him Tiger. Sorley, okay. Sorley, yeah. Uh, Moffat, uh, Tiger because he has, uh, because he has these scratches on his face where he, which he said, uh, he got when he was a kid and, uh, he got too close to a tiger. There are other stories about how he got them actually fighting the, uh, fighting, you know, uh, Anglo, you know, tyranny, but he, every time you at any time at, uh, people ask him to his face, he says, no, I got clawed by a tiger. Uh, he steps into the room and, uh, Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, hello. Need you in my office. All right. Shuts the book down. Sets aside, gets up, feels pretty confident that no one's going to fuck with it. Yeah. You have got. You've been here for five. You've been on the scene for five years. You've have gotten a reputation. At least uh, three fourths of the uh, of the uh, people here are new bloods. You know, fresh, uh, green. The rest of them are uh, vets since when you were joined up. There might be one or two who are in between. Not many. They either got a you know picked up or picked off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you enter uh the tiger's uh office. Uh it used to be, you know, where the uh uh you know, the administrator of the uh, factory uh set up shop. Now it's now it's uh filled with, you know, uh pictures of various murals or mural, uh IRA murals across uh both uh Ireland and uh Ireland proper and North Ireland. Uh various uh you know, various uh kind of propaganda e posters, you know. Yeah, it's very much, very much someone who who believes in what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, also, several, uh, several, you know, there are there's a you know an armory here, but he keeps like the really nice stuff in his office. Like there is at least one uh law a- uh anti tank rocket that that is like being saved for a special occasion. Uh, there are several uh de- you know nice deagles uh stolen of course uh uh. 
And uh, there is a uh, there is a uh, nice uh, broadsword, uh, actually very old and rusty, but you know, it, it he apparently got it from a you know from a friend who passed away, and it was handed down from a uh, from his uh, forefathers who used to be uh you know uh, lords of the uh one of the uh, many uh lords of uh of uh, the uh of uh sorry of I'm trying I'm trying to think of the name of Lords of okay, Lords of Medieval Ireland. I, 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 there's probably a better term for it, but Ulster? Not no, not Ulster. Uh, it because Ulster is just a, a duchy on Ireland, which is All right. Uh, there was a uh, Ulster, Concac, uh, Leicester, Munster. Can't forget. I forgot the last one. Well, there was I think two more, but it was it was one of those. Uh, it wasn't a, a, a particular duke any particularly, but uh, is one of the uh. A uh, basically a baron, or, or at least so the story goes. At least that's where this, this sword descends from, apparently. But uh, yeah. It, w- but enough expedition. Let's uh, he uh he uh sits you down, and goes. All right, all right, Rose. Uh, we've, I've been presented with an interesting proposition. Interesting proposition, huh? Go on. He slides a uh Polaroid across the uh table, and uh, you see a picture of a uh man about twenty-three years old, uh, sandy blonde hair. Alright. What's his deal? This is, uh, Mikhail Allen. Mikhail. He's a def- couple, uh, days ago, he came with, he, he slipped me a note of, note saying he would want to, uh, join our little organization. Few issues. One, he's an Anglo, comes from Liverpool, so obviously mm-hmm. I'm suspicious. He, right. he says he has, he knows where several UDA installations are. And he knows how we can, uh, well, sabotage them. He says he was, that he used to, uh, sympathize with the UDA, but recently had a change of heart and defected over to our side. Or at least yeah. that's what he seeks. You want me to find out why? No. I want you to sh- I want you to sh- You see, well, if you can, that's good, but what's important is I want you to keep an eye on it. And I'm not saying fr- from across the street. I mean, I am... He's going over to observe one of these installations. And I am... You are going with him. And you are gonna be breathing down his neck every minute. So if he feels like he's ever gonna have another change of heart, he has to answer to you. And if you can sense any that he is some sort of double agent, you of course can take care of it. Subtle or blunt. I'm telling him that about your reputation. So the blunt approach. Yes. You he might think that I sent you to uh Oh he might think correctly that I sent you here to uh keep an eye on him. He might think reversely that he's holding you on he's been assigned to hold the you on some leash. When actually the opposite is true. It doesn't matter what he thinks. Just make sure he's doing his job and that he's on the up and up. Well, if your goal is to scare him, might as well some pictures. I sent him uh, the news articles. All those unidentified bodies in the marshes. Right. Alright then. He knows the punishment for betrayal. All you have to do, do is make sure he doesn't get a chance to get away with it. As it were. Alright. When do I look for him? 
and you are he will arrive here about tomorrow at eight where I you will enter his car and uh join him in a basic recon mission and this is gonna it will be across the uh well as much as I love to say it across the border uh into the uh the occupied zone he he claims that uh he knows that he went during his time as a uh, UDA sympathizer, he knew of several facilities. This being one of them, uh, you are there to observe and confirm that there are weapons at uh, the location. You're not to engage any uh, UDA there unless absolutely necessary. You are not to engage uh, Alan there unless necessary. So are we sneaking in? We might as part of the entourage. You're part of the entourage, but you and him will go on, sneak in. The installation apparently is a uh, a farm next to an abandoned, a uh, foreclosed farmhouse. It's apparently, I've, I've done, of course, my research. It's been uh, sold, but no occupants have arrived as of yet. The farm, uh, the actual farm building is being apparently being used to house weapons and explosives. You are to, uh, you are there to, uh, confirm any documentations of, uh, weapons being brought in or out of the facility. He will be, uh, have a camera with a low flash in order to document this, but it's always good to have actual eyes there in case he's trying to pull, uh, a ruse. I'll check his film. Well, you are gonna be there in the first place. If you... If you don't see anything, and if he and he comes to me with a uh, photo of something, and we'll know what to do. But right. is that all? Mm, one more thing. Uh, yeah, I've been, I'm t- I've told most of the boys who live outside the barracks, but uh, about this. But I'm gonna you, since you're gonna be out in the field, I'll tell you this too. There's been a number of uh, boys that's been showing up dead in their apartments. Cause of death? One in the chest, one in the head. Execution, then. And when I say apartments, I mean there are people living in the same building as them, and no one heard anything. Silence, then. Mm-hmm. That's professional. All nearer? It's been uh, going. It's been a, a lot around. Uh, mostly inside uh, Ulster proper, but there are you know several occasions where you know it's happened inside uh, the uh, Republic. Hmm. Nothing on the scene. Like an S, almost, these, uh, this is the work done. This is work you usually expect out of a top paying assassin. Right. These aren't just a bunch of, uh, kids from Ulster or something. This could be SAS, could be MI6, could be even CIA. We haven't figured out who it is yet, but they are definitely not part of a paramilitary organization. They are definitely government-sponsored. Any idea where Mika lives right now? Actually, yes. He, uh, he is currently, as my as of my request, renting a motel just outside of, a, of the city proper. Any idea where I lived before? Unfortunately, no. Hopefully, you can find out, and I know... No records, then, really? Unfortunately, no. What's that? So a man... So, an Anglo man, with no records on him, shows up 
giving us information. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're questioning if MI6 or SAS are pulling high, pulling high profile hits on our boys. If I wasn't suspicious, I wouldn't be sending you. Right. I doubt these are related, but once again, it. If he turns out, if you find evidence that he is the assassin, I believe you will know how to act and what to do. Of course. I wouldn't be alive so far if I didn't feel a little paranoid. I would prepare yourself for uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, You, him, and uh, another one of the boys... uh, He's mostly just there, there to assist with uh, equipment. Are gonna take the trip. Which I, uh, one? Uh, I think it's uh, red. The big one, or the little one. Uh, little red. I don't go. I don't take big red on rec- recon mess- missions. Captain, man has the subtlety of a hammer. He's good for busting head, but little much else. Little red though. He's very sneaky. Smits, it fits into a small place easily, and and uh, is very good on uh, very steady hands. Alright. He managed to be good enough not for for my, me not to call him Leprechaun. <laughs> Alright. So without further ado, uh, this private meeting is adjourned. Hmm. You may go back to leave. Thank you. He gives you a salute. She stands up, gives him a salute as well. Um, it's kind of a half-hearted salute. She sometimes doesn't know why she's here, but then she she has nowhere else to be. All right, so the night, the day, night ha- passes on. A uh, boy, you know, as usual, there's drinks a pass, ale is passed around. Uh, stories are shared. Uh, uh, how talk about how victory is within grasp. Uh, their grass, how all the other IRA, IRA factions are wimps because they are, you know, they're trying to, they've given up, they've turned to negotiations and stuff when we all know the Anglos aren't going to negotiate on uh, our terms. Aaliyah just, she doesn't partake in that. Yeah. She just, um, she just spends time packing up, make sure she has, uh, make sure she has, um, her her pistol. Um, but would she have a silence pistol at all, or just a? Uh, sil- You've been here long enough to, so you have you know enough clout to get a silence pistol. Okay, yeah, yeah. She has a make sure pistols there, loaded, extra ammo, silencer, um, about a dozen different kinds of knives. Why, she's of a, course. She's a she's a duffel bag just full of weapons. Also make sure that uh, also make sure that um, her outfit's kind of loaded with them. If she when when, when she goes on missions like this, she, she she'll wear like kind of baggier clothes. If she's she's not being subtle about it, um, she 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 asked Tiger if she was being subtle or blunt. If she's being blunt, then yeah, she just she she'll she'll wear um, storage vests. Uh, She'll, she'll, she'll wear clothes that maximize storage, cargo pants. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Close over, like, like, kind of bare close over that so you can't tell that she has just all the knives beneath yeah. and a pistol. All right. All right. So, yeah. She also, <laughs> she also happens to have the, uh, her, her favorites, um, her favorite, her favorite, uh, tool subtly. Um, a, uh, sliding, um, see, it's, it's, it's a sliding, uh, knife on the wrist. Thing has to be loaded back really annoyingly after you use it once, but had it under your sleeve, and all you have to do is kind of get a hand on somebody. Alright. So yeah, you pack up, load up, get some sleep, and then morning arrives is, uh, you're, you're of course given another briefing, though this one, it doesn't contain so much of watch this guy as the general specs of the mission. Uh, you are going, uh, going into, uh, North Island, uh, Fruit, uh, by, be away by taking a, uh, truck from, uh, here, uh, to, uh, to what's, uh, through, uh, the, uh, across the border, uh, through, uh, Lagerlini. You got to Le- put that in the chat and I'll tell you how to pronounce it. Uh, let's see. L-U-R-G-A-N-E-A-N-Y. Lurganiani. Yeah, Lurganiani. It's close enough. Yeah, Lurganani. Uh, then, uh, you know, once there, you'll, you know, go through a bunch of back roads to find the farm where... Is it like a small town that's on the uh, border or something? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It is, you know, just a, mostly just a collection of nearby farms. Uh, uh, yeah, you cross the border there, uh, drive, drive through some back roads until you find, uh, the farm you're looking for. And, uh, ob- observe from a nearby hill, uh, wait, try and see if you can see any more weapons being loaded into or out of the barn. And then, uh, report back, not to the barracks, but a, uh, a different building in order, you know, in case, in case you are being tailed. Okay, um, so I guess in the morning she'll, uh, wait to meet with, uh, Mikkel. Alright, uh, yeah, you're joined by, uh, a small red. He doesn't talk much, mostly because he grew up in one of the one of the few households that that mostly spoke native Irish. And oh, so this guy actually speaks Gaelic. Nice. Yeah. He uh, and you know, he can speak English, but in such an accent that most people have trouble understanding. That's fine. Aaliyah always kind of wanted to learn Gaelic, but she she was raised in Dublin. She had no need to. She had, she had absolutely no reason to learn Gaelic. Yeah, I mean Gaelic is mostly known, you know, few, you know, only like linguists and very, very rural farms people know it. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, a, a green pickup uh, uh comes by uh uh and uh you see uh um the picture is somewhat is misleading. This is a very big in a very athletic man uh. Uh, about a about a six foot uh 180 pounds uh looks you know looks like he could be a, a professional athlete he's got a sandy blonde hair uh, uh blue eyes uh you know kind of has a uh kind of looks like he hasn't been shaving a lot recently uh and he goes well, hi there uh i suppose uh you are uh my uh my escorts how do you mean all right uh he extends she, his hand. she sits down next to him he extends his hand to sh- for you to shake. Uh, uh, Mikael Allen. Uh, oh yeah. 
she shakes his hand. She uh, sets the she sets the, uh, the the duffel bag between them. Rattles with metal. Uh, you don't think we're gonna have some? Uh, we're gonna run into a an ambush or something, do you? No. This is just in case I decide I don't like you. Uh, give me a intimidate check. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, oh, she only has inter- she only has a, a, a will die and interrogate. Uh, two fives. You hear him audibly swallow before he cranks the uh, truck into gear. Uh, 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 Little Red hops into the back. That's not it's not too unusual for that to happen in uh these you know rule for area yeah. going. Yeah, not uh, Um, Aaliyah will make some conversation monsters here. It's mostly for the sake of getting information, though. Um, yeah. So what brings you out here? Uh, uh, you know, uh, fighting injustice, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that. You can drop the fake accent. He's, he's not speaking an Irish accent, he's speaking a Liverpoolian accent. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, he is, oh, I'm trying to do my best Ringo here. Oh, oh, okay, I guess you know. I thought you were trying to... <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah, you, you know, as someone who lives in Ireland, you know there's a diff, a clear difference between, you know, oh, yeah. Irish and Liverpoolian. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I um, I just didn't pick up what you were doing there. Yeah. Uh, in that case, you know, Nick's next fight, he didn't say that. Um, well, what got you want to do that? Well, uh, you see, I, uh, grew up, you know, uh, Liverpool, but, uh, uh, when I, you know, I went to university, uh, right, it, up in, uh, Belfast. What's it called? Uh, yeah, Belfast. Belfast, and I, uh, a couple of my college friends, uh, were, uh, you know, uh, kind of a member, you know, members of that whole, uh, you, you know, Ulster defense, uh, thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and, uh, one day I heard, like, they, uh, you know, like, they apparently, uh, killed a, you know, one of my neighbors, uh, a Catholic family, uh, you know, drive-by shooting and stuff. They actually, uh, tried to get, you know, one of my friends who was, like, really involved tried to, uh, get me to, to, you know, dispose of some of the weapons that were used. Which, of course, I did because he, you know, said he would, if I didn't, you know, that would it, would it, not only would it mean the end of our friendship, it would also mean the end of our, my life. Uh, so. Some friend, huh? Yeah. And I, you know, started, uh, seeing, uh, you know, doing actually some research into it, uh, seeing what all this stuff was about, and I couldn't believe my, uh, my own country. It was, you know, they, you know, they, the actual, uh, defense regiment actually, uh, knowingfully, uh, employed, uh, uh, members of the, uh, defense association and the, uh, volunteer force. <laughs> and, you know, they were pretty much given a free ticket to, uh, do whatever they want and, uh, no one did anything about that. I mean, I was raised to, you know, my parents taught me to fight for what's right, you know, and I don't think, I don't think a bunch of, uh, guys going around and kill, and killing the native inhabitants of Ireland is very right. So, you know, man, you had tragedy, and tragedy happened to him. You just could smash him. I guess you could say that. I mean, as far as I, you know, as far as I've known, uh, all the stuff the IRA did was always, always a response to what the, uh, the Ulsters did. It was, you know. I don't like course, so much. Well, what, why'd you get involved? I know where else to be. Uh, what? As in you, this was your calling, or you, uh... Something like that. 
I guess everyone has the calling. Uh, Do you comic books at all? Oh, uh, yeah, I have a, I had a friend, uh, not one of the friends that, uh, were, uh, actually a friend from back in Liverpool who, uh, used to, who's actually been sending me comics I should read. Any titles that you're interested in? Well, he's more, my friend's more in this, to the Silver Age thing, but I'm more, uh, I kind of am getting into the, uh, contemporary comics. I, uh, just got finished reading the, uh, Watchmen. It's not that contemporary. But I know what you mean. Well, I mean, uh, Silver Age, it, I really can't, it, it, I really can't connect with any of the characters, you know, I, it's all, they're always like, I mean, I, I, I hate to sound like a literary snob, but all, you know, they always come off as two-dimensional to me, and, you know, I mean, I mean, stuff like, more recent stuff, you know, is better at making these, you know, characters actually characters, you know? Not just, uh, I mean, not just symbols. I mean, I can, I mean, I, I can yeah, understand. Stop to consider that heroes are just larger than life, have you? Yeah, I, I mean, come I on, mean, have you heard of the fucking Odyssey? The Iliad? Oh, you know, oh. the fucking base of comic books. Oh, no doubt, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh... Fucking Freudian and Jungian concept of the Ubermensch. I mean, I did minor in, uh, uh, literature when I was in college, so yeah, I understand it. I just, as a per- I mean, I can understand their place, I just, as a person, what I, what I enjoy reading more is when, uh, you know, when it's more, uh, not, you know, modern mythology, as it were, but, uh, more like the, um, you know, uh, more like, uh, the everyman putting on a mask and, uh, you know, uh, doing what's right. The, uh, street level thing. There's a difference between that and Watchmen. Well, I bet. Uh, the Watchmen know what heroes, they were just assholes. Well, I guess, yeah, that, I, I should have, uh, I guess that was a bad, that was the most recent one I read, uh, but I... It's a good for all of work. I mean, fuck him. I don't know, uh... Man the, doesn't uh, know how to write a hero at all. Have you ever read, uh, For the Man Who Has Everything? Can't say I have. Yeah, it, it's basically uh, about a Superman, uh, gets a, uh, evil plant trapped to him to make him hallucinate that he's, uh, that he actually never, that Krypton never blew up and, uh, and he has a, uh, family and, and, uh, there and, uh, he lives a normal life. And, you know, in the end he has to, you know, kind of reject that because reality for the one he has. And, you know, I guess it's, you know, like, yeah, his whole, you know, I mean, yeah, it wasn't your, you know, normal superhero story, but it wasn't the, I think Alan Moore is more than capable of doing, you know, making characters that aren't just assholes. Maybe. Maybe I'll give it a look. Anyways, besides the point. Yeah. Take X-Men, for instance. You have the mutants and you have the Magneto's League. One objectively bad. The other, not so much. Yeah. And you got nowhere else to be. No, you're really good for. There's no one how to make someone hurt. Who would you rather be? Honestly, I'd... No. Bad guys are the worst guys. I guess... No. And, and, well, you know what I, they say, it's all shades of grey. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. America, though, they actually have some heroes. 
Uh, you meaning, uh, okay, uh, when you say heroes, do you mean Captain America or do you mean an actual, like, a. Uh... Mm, mysterious Stranger, The Raven, all of them. Never heard of them. Really? Wait, uh, Mysterious Stranger, that was uh, Mark Twain, right? Based on him. Oh. Look on sometime. We don't have superheroes. Because I actually did stand up for something. Hey, maybe one of hey, maybe one of these days someone will decide to do something like that here. How did doubt that? Yeah. But hey, you always you can always dream. I didn't stop dreaming a while ago. And uh, Carl, he proceeds to go into awkward silence as. As Aaliyah Rhodes is very, very grim. Yeah. And yeah, you guys... <laughs> you can probably just kind of look at her face and see how hard of a life she's lived. Yeah. <laughs> she still... She, she, the the, uh, the scar down her... Uh, scar down from her lip to her chin is like... It's faded, but it's still there. Alright. Alright. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, cross the border, you know, through some uh, undisclosed back, back roads, uh, and... You know, go into the occupied uh, territory, uh, and uh, eventually you you know drive a little bit off roads, and uh, the car come the uh, truck comes to a stop on the hill. He goes, "All right, if I remember right, uh, this should the uh, site should just be beyond that hill. So uh, let's uh, let us uh, I you brought binoculars, right? I did. All right. Well, let's see if we can uh, catch them with their pants down, if it, as it were. Sure. Kinda unzip her coat a bit, reach in. Get binoculars, zip it back up. He doesn't need to see how many knives she's carrying right now. That would ruin the surprise. Alright. Alright, yeah, so you, Little Red, and, uh, you know, Mikael, uh, step out, uh, find some, uh, nearby hedge, uh, nearby hedgerow where you can observe from, uh, you know, a distance and remain hitting, and, uh, give me a scrutiny check. Okay. Two by seven. Two by seven, uh, Right, uh, the house, one, like, uh, much like, uh, Tiger described it, is, you know, looks like it's recently been renovated for, uh, new owners, but the owners have not arrived yet. It was sold sometime, uh, last month. As the, uh, you know, for sale sign says, it's about, uh, three acres of property, of land. Uh, n- you know, within a couple, uh, about a meter or two of the house is the, uh, barn, which is less, uh, what would we word for uh, in shape? Uh, less uh, presentable. Uh, um. Basic, yeah. Basically, whoever bought this place bought it for the house. Uh, there are several, also several wheat silos uh, nearby, and uh, you all, and uh, you see a, uh, you can see some boxes in like on the edge of the barn, but you don't know what's inside them, and you cannot, and they are unmarked. There are also a. Uh, some people wearing a, a couple of men wearing a casual clothes, uh, spenders and shirts. Yeah, one has a hat on. How uh, many of them are here? About uh, about as you can observe, about four. Four. Does it look like guarding anything? Uh, hard to say. If they are wearing weapons, they're concealed. How close are they to the building? Uh, they are in between the uh, barn and the uh, and the uh, you know. Actually, they're in front of the house, uh, near the barn. They're all on a picnic table, uh, playing cards. They have a nearby uh, van. So this is really out of place, then. Yeah, it is very odd. Yeah, just kind of notes it silently. Count them. 
What kind of what, what kind of what kind of pistol do you think she has? Uh, probably a uh, probably a twenty-two. Actually, no, she'd probably have a forty-five. Silence. Okay. Uh, you hear uh, Michael Michael say, oh. "From here, I can tell, I can tell that the uh, guy, the guy who I'm behind right now, uh, is probably gonna probably gonna lose lose this uh, round." But he's betting like he, but he sure is trying to bluff his way out of it. Looks over to Little Red. Uh, Little Red, uh, you know, just keeps on observing. Little Red is all business. Ali is just in there thinking. She's, 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 uh, she's also feeling pretty businessy. Um, she's like, she's thinking four people, 14 shots. Doesn't exactly much better with a knife than she's with, 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 with a pistol. She does have pretty good aim. Semi-automatic could get all of them in one go. <laughs> she's just she, she she's just running through every way that she could that that she could uh clear that table. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, you keep on observing, and then uh, give me another scrutiny check. Okay, <laughs> and then at, then then at uh, seemingly very strange time, um, you got an awful bluff. Also, two by ten. Two by ten. Uh, I'll, I'll, you- I'll, I'll have that willpower. Sure. Yeah, you hear actually hear it before you you see it. Uh, there are a couple of uh, trucks coming down. Uh, you know, probably big ones. And uh, yeah, they pull in. Uh, several trucks pull in. Uh, this one's with uh men on the back. Uh, dressed similarly to the men. Uh, you know, uh, t- dressed similarly to the uh men. Uh, you know, sitting around the table. About uh, uh three trucks. Uh, two of them containing uh mostly men. About six. Uh, each has about uh eight in them. Uh. Three in the uh, cab and uh, you know, five in the the pickup part, and then the last one has two men in it. And a, it's a bigger truck, and it has a lot of crates in it. And these men in the back are more visibly armed. Uh, most of uh, you know, a lot of them have a uh, bunch of uh, you know, actually of uh, hunting gu- rifles and uh, shotguns. This is mostly probably to avoid suspicion because. No one's gonna, you know, suspect a bunch of guys, you know, it's not uncommon for people to go hunting around these parts, so, you know, it, people are gonna draw less suspicion from a bunch of guys with shotguns and rifles than a bunch of guys with semi-autic rack rifles and, uh, you know, and pistols. Right, though so they're still doing something really suspicious. Yeah. Uh, they're coming here, arms, with a bunch of crates. Um, and, uh, you can actually, and through your two tens, you actually see for your scrutiny check, uh, you actually see uh poking out of one of the uh the crates uh like top crates still mounted on the kind of uh attached to the truck as they're kind of unhitching the uh the things to make sure the boxes don't fall off the back. You can see uh what looks like the muzzle of a rifle inside of one of them. She uh hold, holding the binoculars in one hand will tap Mikkel on the shoulder. Huh? Looks over. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the shipments. Yeah, he gets out the camera and begins snapping photos. Uh, Thank you. The, uh, the, you know, they proceed to basically take the crates out of the truck and into the barn. Uh, about half the uh, work, like, actually a lot of the guys who were sitting around the table begin working. Uh, a lot of the guys who came, like, half the guys who came in the truck are working. The other half are basically on lookout. Uh, you can give me a stealth check. Sure. That's coordination. Oh, man. See how this goes. Uh, two by nine. Two by nine. Uh, all right. Yeah, you are fairly well hidden, and you uh, give me a uh, perception check, actually, also. Okay. Four by two. All right, and uh, both. 
both, you know, you assume you're well hidden, so you assume uh, both uh, Little Red and uh, Mikael are are hidden because they are in kind of the general same general location as you and using this, you know, basically poking their head out foliage and stuff. Um, it doesn't look like any of them have binoculars. Some of them have sights on the scope on uh, their uh, rifles. Well, then looking know, down. Yes, you know, using sc- yeah, they're using scopes on their rifles to look as makeshift binoculars, but no one seemed to forked over enough for actual binoculars. Right. Uh, well, she's gonna drop her. She's gonna set her binoculars down. Last thing she needs is for uh, a glint of light to catch. Uh, what a uh, what a uh, Miko is doing is actually instead of uh, poking his head, his whole body out with the camera, he's kind of setting up a tripod and the, using the viewfinder to kind of uh, take shots with the camera without uh, exposing, you know, just the camera. Right. Good idea. Um. You can also, you know, observe now observe them through the viewfinder of the camera because yeah. those detachable ones. That's pretty handy. She never thought of it. She never thought of it before. Um, yeah, Leah, we're just she's just gonna wait. Uh, yeah, there are, you know, on one hand. Well, well, I guess while she's waiting, how many people are there beyond the four now? Uh, so let's see, eight were in each truck, so that's sixteen. So tw- plus twenty-two. Would have to be right next to us. What do you say? Nothing. And uh, actually, uh, give me another perception check or scrutiny. Scrutiny. Yeah, scrutiny. That's her better skill. Two by ten. Uh, then a, a jeep proceeds to pull in uh, to this uh place, and she puts the binoculars back up. Right, oh. and uh, out of this one, uh, these are obviously not civilians. These are people in uh, fatigues, uh, wearing bandanas around them, their mouths, and uh, and have uh, AK-47s uh, okay. slung over their backs. Uh, well, most of them do. One of them is kind of a, you can guess, kind of is supposed to be a uh, either a leader or an arms dealer. As he is, you know, walking up to each of the crates and, uh, you know, as they're going by and, you know, kind of looking them over. She uh, doesn't recognize these people, does she? Uh, no. Uh, huh. She's just kind of, she's just kind of watching for now. Like, that kind of came out of nowhere. She's gonna watch. Uh, you see, actually, uh, one of the guys in a, you know, regular outfit actually approaches the uh, guy in the, uh, in the, uh, you know, the, uh, the guy who seems to be commanding the, uh, the group of fatigues around, and uh, he actually, uh, they begin talking, and they uh, actually proceed to go inside the barn. Hmm. Oh, let's do this, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Do you think this is enough, or...? Mm, yes, but... Get that license plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he uh, proceeds to act... Yeah. With that, uh, he proceeds to snap shots of all the license plates, uh, or at least the ones you can see from this vantage point. Uh, the Jeep? Unfor- uh, unfortunately, the Jeep is pointed towards you. So any way to sneak around in a, in, in a way without being seen so that she can get behind the jeep? Albeit from a long distance. Uh, that would be a uh, stealth check. Ah, shit. Um, if they're going to leave, they're going to have to drive another way or turn around, right? Right. So she's going to be like, not yet. When these guys leave, I want the license plate. Uh, give me another scrutiny check. Sure. Uh, two by six. Two by six, uh... 
uh, the um, you know the leader of the fatigue guy and uh, it yeah and uh, is there anything setting the leader apart from? He is like- wearing a beret and sunglasses. Okay. And he is not wearing a bandana. How old does he look? About in his forties. Okay. And a defining mark on his face. Uh, he's uh, he's kind of got a you know a slight goatee going on. Okay. Looks- uh, she makes sure that Miko gets pictures of him. Looks actually kind of Greek. Okay, so kind of Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, does Mikhail get pictures of the guy? Yep. Uh, you know, Mikhail loyally follows your orders. Uh, and uh, yeah, he proceeds to get inside the jeep with his entourage, and uh, the jeep backs up and uh turns around, and uh, you're it, with that you're able to get up his license plate. Okay. I don't know what license plate numbers uh, that the convention are for license plate numbers in Ireland, so don't worry about it. <laughs> well, actually, it's a UK license plate. Oh. Technically, you are in the UK right now. That's true. Okay. Interesting. Actually, give me a scrutiny. Sure. Uh, two by three. All right, you look at the picture, and it looks like a license plate. Hmm. But you you know something off, but uh, you cannot tell what about this license plate. Yeah, you've seen both UK and Irish license plate, and something you know there's something about this, but you can't. It's, it's slipping your mind at the moment. Should have to take this to Tiger then. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, pack it up before any before any uh, more guys show up and possibly cut off our exit. Right. Let's go. Yeah, you get inside the uh, jeep uh, once again. Uh, the little... truck. Yeah, yeah I think he was driving a truck, not a jeep. Yeah, he get you get inside the uh, truck pickup truck. Uh, Red gets into the back. You crank it into the gear and you begin to drive. Uh, uh, drive back into Ireland proper, man. She takes the camera from him. Make sure he gets some good pictures. Uh, yeah, he got. He managed to get uh, several pictures of you know. The crates where it look, you know, you can, it, you know, it's not, you can't uh, tell with a 100% certainty the weapons in it, but it looks like there are weapons in it. Uh, you know, all the people who are kind of uh, standing around, uh, a, you know, pictures of a, uh, pictures of uh, both the uh, arms dealer guy and uh, the guy he was talking with, including one photo where it, it, they were shaking hands, and you can actually. And you couldn't see it, but through the photo, you can see it. They were actually uh, exchanged, like, one of them was giving money to the other. Okay. Um, you seen this guy before? No, can't say I have. Counter empathy. Sure. She's really suspicious of everybody. Right. Um, three by four. Three by four. Uh, uh no, uh, actually, uh, he he's ever a good liar, or you know he's never seen this guy before. All right. So, uh, hmm. I have to take this. We can do it a bit. And then you hear a pink, and a uh, blood spatters all against the rear of the uh, the the rear uh, the window of the uh, truck. Elliot ducks her head down. Yeah, the car comes to a screech as uh, as uh, Michael does a uh, similar. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Go, go, go. And it, uh, yeah, you peel out of the dirt, uh, kicking up a bunch. Uh, she checks behind. She, she, uh, looks in the rear view mirror, like, kind of like, look, pokes her head up just enough to look in the rear view mirror. Uh, give me a, uh, give me a, uh, scrutiny check. That was a ping, so it was, it was silence, wasn't it? Yep. You did Too not bad. hear a pop before the ping. 
Two by ten. I'm either rolling really awful or I'm rolling tens. That's my luck tonight. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's uh, one of my... Uh, so you got two tens? Yep. Wait, you'll pull up, you know, I bought it at a time. Uh, derp. You derping, Charlie? Why you derp? Yeah. Uh, you cannot see anyone. Oh, God. That, uh, yeah. And you got it, so... She's got good eyes, too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that... Um... Uh, and, no, this is the scary part. Judging by the... Sh- that wasn't a sniper rifle. At most, it was an SMG. Uh, at least, it was a pistol. Son of a bitch. So that guy was pretty, you know, relatively close when he did that. Son of a bitch. Uh, you were, it happened when you were driving through a, a kind of a town, and there were several cars parked around you, and there are several people, but it happened so quick they don't seem to have noticed. Uh, they just saw the car stop and start. It, you were, you were leaving so fast that, and it happened so quickly, it didn't register with most of these people. Okay, yeah, she's just gonna be like, that's the one, that's, that's the one, fuck. Someone's been going around, just picking people off, picking Nina off. What do you mean, uh, pe- picking people off? What the fuck just happened behind us? You mean that's, that's been a reoccurring thing? Yes, as a matter of fact, it fucking has. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I roll empathy to see if this guy actually is genuinely surprised, or... Yeah. Uh, I'll dump some willpower into this. About, uh, two points of willpower, why not? Uh, two by seven. Uh, two by seven, uh, this guy seems genuinely surprised by this. The, the fact that this has been going on for a while, that, that it's kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, pull off, over here, pull off. Uh, yeah, you turn into a, uh, back alley. We can't lead him back anywhere. Um, fuck. Uh, we need to get rid of the red. Um, Right there, pull up right there. Yeah, you, I assume, pull up next to a dumpster. Yeah, park it. Yeah, puts, parks it, uh, turns the engine off. Uh, she tosses some gloves. Uh, I, I can see where this is going. Puts on gloves. She gets her gloves on herself, hops out. Eyes peeled. What? Keep your eyes peeled. Oh, and you can uh, give me a perception check to give your eye, keep your eyes peeled too. I assume Little Red's dead. Very much oh dead. yeah, he is fu- uh, fucking in the uh, one in the ten spot. Literally, uh, it, bullet went through his at- skull, actually embedded inside the uh, rear window. Oof. Yeah, that's that's being dead right there. Um, just gonna deposit him into. Um, uh, when you say deposit, are you going to deposit him in one piece, or I mean, he's not going to be hard to move. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's a thing that occasionally happens where. You don't want the whole thing in one package. So, and this is out of character speaking, because in character, you get the, you know, you notice that, uh, from Empathy Check Before, you will also notice that, uh, you know, this is probably the first time, uh, this, this appears to be the first time that, uh, uh, Miko had to do something like this with a dead body before. So Question, I- Question, uh, does, uh, does Little Red have any, um, medical records? Uh, give me, uh, what's good for remember, uh, give me mine plus, uh, Streetwise. Okay. Three sixes. He lived in the backwoods. He grew up in the, uh, he grew up on a farm and, and later joined the IRA. He did not, he was, he was not insured. He probably did not have medical records. He probably never saw the inside of a hospital. So this guy didn't have any, hap- didn't happen to have any DNA on file then. 
Uh, yeah, not that you know. There may have been one or two things on a uh, on an unsolved case, but but if someone were to take his blood and run it through, trying to figure out who he was, they would they they would fail. Yeah, they would they would say, oh, this guy was responsible, probably responsible for this and this crime. Not oh, here this is this guy, this is where he lived, this is his next of kin. Okay. Um, how much of a face does he have left? Assuming it was uh, a pistol, he probably had a lot of face left. Yeah, he had a, uh, he, yeah, he, it went, uh, he doesn't have much of a back of the head left, but, uh. Right. Um, so if he doesn't have any, any, uh, DNA records, then he doesn't have any dental records either. Yeah, that would, that usually is how it goes. And judging by his teeth, he probably did not have any de- dental records at all. Okay. Probably has fingerprints on file due to having been born at some point. Um, what she's going to do is, uh, what she's going, she's, she, now, 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 um, depositing a body in pieces is going to be difficult given the fact that they're probably being stalked by somebody. Um, however, uh, what she'll do is, uh, she'll make sure that the face is cut up enough that you can't tell who he is or who he was. Um, and she'll take off the tips of the fingers. All right. Um, so you can't get any, uh, fingerprints. Yeah, Michael's gonna keep watch and leave you to that. She's also going to, this is a fairly standard activity for her. Yeah. This is not anything that's, that's that difficult. Um, she can also keep watch, uh, perception or scrutiny? Uh, perception, this is more like a heightened thing. Okay. Uh, two by two. Every time a car passes, your heart, you know, you kind of get a rush of adrenaline, but you cannot sense who is stalking you. They might, you might have ditched them. But yeah, you remove the fingertips and, you know. I guess she, should I roll knifing? Because she's also going to do this in a way that she doesn't get dirty at all. All right, yeah, if you want to not get dirty, get roll knifing. Okay. Let's see, uh, either 3 by 9 or 2 by 10 3 by uh, so she, she, 3 by 10 Yeah, she has, she has two little dice in it. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, succeed at not getting it any on you. Uh, you get some on the bottom of the truck, but, hey, you the could just say... covered in blood. Yeah, the truck is covered in blood, but, hey, maybe there was a sheep on here. You know, you're a kind of a rural area. Bloody trucks aren't that uncommon. No, no, we're fucking leaving this here. Alright, so, uh, you dishing the body in the dumpster? Yeah. Um, she's gonna, she's like, alright, body in this bag in the dumpster. Alright. Keep watch as you do. Uh, whatever you say. And, uh, yeah, he reluctantly dumps the body. Um, not that no one can identify it. Yeah. Uh, that's particularly important. A message can go a long way. Um, she'll keep watch while he's doing that. Right. Uh. Yeah. You give me a another uh a general perception check. Okay. I'll spend two points of willpower. Spend two more points of willpower. Fuck. Two by seven. All right. Yeah. You two by seven. Yeah. Fuck. That was an awful roll. Yeah. It's quiet out. You. You know. You. You know. You aren't, like, maybe half a mile away from where the shooting happened yet. Like I said, no one seemed to have noticed it. It happened so fast. 
occasionally people, you know, walk by the alley, but, you know, you kind of, you kind of turned into an angle, so, you you know, the truck wasn't visible, and, and no, everyone seems to be going about their business. If okay, there well. is, if, there, if someone's still stalking you, they are very good at blending in. Just kind of looking through the, look, look, looking through, uh, through, through people as they pass, just really, really cautious of everything and everyone. Um, and then once the, the deed is done, she, she just, she kind of like take, uh, backs up until she's at the, uh, she's at the, the truck. Alright. We're going to take this to the side of town, did you there? Oh, so yeah, just a little bit in t- town and ditch it? Alright. Other side of town. Yeah, that's all. Alright, uh, yeah, so you get back in the car and, uh, and, uh, uh, Mikhail uh, starts it uh, and drive off. Uh, uh, he kind of, you know, turns on the uh, radio, possibly try and calm, you know, calm his own nerves. Possibly try and calm your nerves. Uh, uh, you head uh, to a, you know, you know, basically out of town, and then you, then you know, he turns into, uh, goes off road a little bit ways, uh, goes inside into a woods, and uh, right, and it, it seemed like a place to ditch it. What do you want me to find a pond or something? This is good enough. Where the fuck when they find this thing, they're gonna find this covered in blood and they're gonna check it out. If we dig it into a pond, it's not gonna wash it all off fully. Uh, maybe we... I don't know. I would suggest burning it, but that would probably draw attention to it. Would, well, yeah. It doesn't matter. We're gonna find the red spot later, anyway. He begins right, uh, wiping the, uh, he, before that he wipes the, uh, steering wheel off with a cloth. Alright. Right. I'm going to um, gonna head back to a rendezvous, a, a rendezvous point. We're gonna take a back way. Out of out of miles walk. That's fine. So yeah, you two. Person that shot red is blending. Is they're still following us. They're not gonna be able to blend very well anymore, are they? Well, that's uh, unless they can blend in with the glass. <laughs> Maybe you know the cows. If you're trying to tell me that the fuckers could, the, the, the guys are going around infiltrating these, infiltrating these homes without anyone noticing and executing NINO members without a single damn person in the entire building noticing once. It's dressed like a fucking cow. Well, I'm not, of course I'm not saying he's always dressed like a cow, I'm just saying when the situation comes to it, he might have the outfit to uh, infiltrate a cow uh, community. How many times are you going to need to infiltrate a cow community? Around here? You would, you'd be surprised. I swear to God, if something that stupid happens. Well, maybe that's the reason why no one, no one's ever seen him, seen him and lived. Good God, you're right. Someone in cow camo. That's the stupidest camouflage. You know, in uh, World War Two, uh, I, I think they actually did do some uh, cow camouflage. You've got to be shitting me. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think though it was only uh, like meant to fool planes and stuff. Like you know how they made those inflatable, you know, tanks that or tanks made of plywood to make uh, ge- the Germans think of. You know, we had tanks yeah. where they weren't, and we didn't have tanks where they were. Yeah, the whole uh. What was it, um... Jackson defense? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. I'll have to keep my eyes peeled for cows, then. Cows or moving shrubberies? 
Because you wouldn't believe how easy it is to get a hold of a of a okay looking ghillie suit. I swear to God, I'm gonna cap the first moving trevor I see. <laughs> Alright, and uh, give me another uh, general perception check. <laughs> is this to find a moving shrubbery? Maybe. Because I swear to God, she's gonna cap the first moving shrubbery she sees. <laughs> Uh, two by six. All right. Uh, you do not see any moving shrubberies, so these are either very sneaky shrubberies or no shrubberies are moving at all. Uh, fuck. I'm sorry, but, uh, you're a mate there. Hmm, it's fine. I just can't lead anyone back. Fuck. Is that a common procedure for when one of you guys uh, bites it? Make sure they can't be identified? Ideally, yeah. That's something I do, anyhow. The others don't know how to do it so well. Message is important. Message is always important. We can't really send a message, but... We can't send a message with one of our guys dying, but they can send a message with one of our guys dying. If they get a name, place of birth... Fuck, they can get a biography on somebody. Make a whole special about it. Which up all uh, kind of public sentiment and hatred. But at the same time, it could also make sympathy. Sympathy? Yeah, there are, there, you know, up in the occupied places, there are many murals with a bunch of faces of uh, guys, uh, boys on both sides, uh, all, all who were gunned down before their prime, or so the side that made the mural said. They're less concerned with the meaning behind it than they are the death itself. It's not really a message there. Not the we, we always tend to look for, for meaning in death. No one really wants to, to have died for nothing. Died in vain, so they don't want to, but most people do. Most people live in vain, most people die in vain. But even that said, there are a bunch of murals and statues, people, soldiers who could, so they they could say, Look at this guy, he fought for something, maybe you should too. I'm gonna roll one more empathy check here. Yeah, um, see, this guy legitimately, legitimately believes this. This is kind of important, I suppose. It influences her um, further willingness to end his life. Uh, two or three. Yeah, this guy looks like he's actually yeah, just basically uh, he's you know having a hard talk, you know, somewhat philosophical talk with you. He's being on the level with you about you know what you know his opinions on murals and uh statues and and glorifying uh, the deaths of soldiers and stuff like that. You don't think it's just using them? Uh, yeah, most of the time it is using them. You don't find that first? I can't say I, yeah, can't say I agree with it either. It's something that happens. We, you know, since the uh, beginning of history, we've all loved our uh, fallen heroes. Ever since, uh, Beowulf. That's the difference between loving your, loving your fallen heroes and... Idol worship? Or no. Propagate? Using them for, uh, propaganda, I guess would exactly. be... Exactly. Idol worship. Um, that's fine. Appreciating the messages they leave behind. It's perfectly uh, alright. Using uh, them for something. That's perverse to me. Yeah, I mean, there are some murals where it's just, you know, you can tell these it's people mourning their boys, but others, it's very obvious they're saying, they killed this guy, you know, we should we should get them back, or this guy died fighting them, You should you should fight them too, and stuff like that. That's why I do what I do. Can't stand people like that. Yeah, honestly, I have a personal pet peeve of mine, too. Really? 
Any reasons? Well, dead should be uh, respected. About the living? I reckon they should be respected too, but after you're dead, uh, you kind of have... It's not kind of something sacred about your uh, memory. Everyone kind of wants their own... Everyone kind of wants their own little tombstone. Wants to uh, say, I was a person that existed. When you uh, wants to be known for what they did, and when you try and use what they did for your... Uh, or how they died for your own agenda that, you know, kind of uh, twisted. Is that why you joined Nero? Looking to get something nice on your tombstone? Yeah. She's, she's, she's going to sit down at a certain point. Just kind of like find a uh, find a place with um, a pretty good vantage point as they're trekking through the woods. Yeah. Um, ideally a hill. Um, put her back to a tree. You tired or something? No. I just don't want anyone... I just don't want to lead anyone back. I don't want anyone to follow my trail. Uh, hold on. He actually, uh, you see him get a stick. He actually, uh, uh, see him take off his, uh, you see him, uh, actually take off his shoes, uh, get some, uh, get some vines, uh, tie him onto his feet backwards. Might help. Maybe. So, I mean, it's either that or we rock backwards, and I personally like keeping my eyes forward. Also, walking single file might help, too. Helps hide your numbers. What were your tactics, Major? Oh, what did you say, Nate? I said, what were you? Military history? Tactics, Major? Oh, uh, yeah, actually, I was. Huh. Wanna, actually, I wanted to join uh, intelligence or something. But, uh, you know, kind of got a little bit disillusioned. By the, by the UDA. Yeah. Huh. Alright, look at that. She'll... Uh, she will um, do what he did. Uh, kind of bundle twine to her shoes. And what was it? Kind of like bundle a stick to twine to the back of your shoe? Yeah, it's basically a way to put on your shoes backwards. Yeah, okay, yeah, she'll... she'll She'll do that. Um, uh, oh yeah, okay, I get you now. Uh, yeah, yeah, she'll uh, she'll do that, um, and, and just be like, "I'll walk behind you." All right. And yeah, she'll walk behind him. All right. Uh, give me another uh, general perception check. Oof, that was a straight. All right. Uh, you do not detect anything as long as you head. You know, you clear the woods. Uh, with this, yeah, and uh. You make it into a, you know, the outs of a, of a town, uh, you know, the, uh, not a, not, you know, the city that you stationed in, but another town where the meetup is, uh, the, uh, town of, the, uh, the, of, uh, around, uh, Broomfield. Broomfield, okay. Yeah. And, uh, up at, uh, you know, there's a small, uh, you know, town with, town with, you know, a couple of, of the church and, and, uh, stuff, and you actually, uh, head to the pub, uh, because above the pub is, uh, you know, where the safe house is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the pub is, uh, uh the pub is owned by an IRA sympathizer. Okay. Um, she will, uh, once she's there is when she'll kind of ha- heave a deep sigh and collapse down the, uh, onto a, onto a, kind of on the nearest chair. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Um. 
Mikael goes up to the bar and uh, basically gives the uh, passcode to let you in to the upstairs. Oh, I meant uh, to do that upstairs then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. You. Then he does similar. Uh, and actually, you see uh, that a uh, tiger is there waiting for you. Uh, and you actually, he was peering out a window. Uh, was, All right. What? I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that something fucked up happened because you two came here on foot and found Little Red. Yeah. Yeah, something fucked up happened. Pretty sure we were being hunted for a little while. We're coming back from we're coming back from the from observation. Little red guy shot in the head. Forty-five silenced. Jesus, guys, fucking everywhere. And uh, actually, uh, uh, Michael goes. Uh, do you mind telling me about this guy? Do you mind telling me about this guy? Listen, it's none of your concern. You're too low profile, you know, to bother with. Okay, uh, uh, Rhodes. Might as well tell him. Well, there, what is there to tell? There's been a guy wandering around, you know, offing us in our, you know, offing, uh, IRA members in their apartments and their, uh, uh, and stuff, uh, with the skills and equipment of a, you know, a government assassin. Oh, that pretty much catches us up then. <sighs> Could be SAS, could be CIA, could be Mossad for all you know. I can't say I've been hunted for a long, long time. <laughs> he, he peers out the window. Alright. You got the photos? Right here. Just hands the camera off. He begins flipping through the photos. Something happened while we're out there. Looks like an arms dealer. Greek, maybe. Comes... Drives up after the weapons are getting stashed, pays for them, or sells them. I don't know. I think he was buying. Comes up, pays for them, talks a bit, leaves. We got a picture of the guy, and we got his license plate number. Alright, and uh, he looks, uh, flips to the license plate. Well, license plate number is not gonna do crap. Rented car. He's, he points in. It's easy because it's act, you know. Now that you got you know, sometimes think about it, yeah, that's the car that type of license plate you put on rent rent a cars. So it, I don't know if I this can guy do something. You can always find a who into that car. Yeah. I'll uh, have my uh contacts uh, in the occupied zone and look uh, look into this. Alright. You two, uh, lay low for the next uh week. Right. About a week from now we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, blow this place. Mind laying low in the barracks or otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Keep inside the barracks, uh, don't go out, you know, until this blows over, has enough time to blow over. And Mikkel here? He gets to stay, too. I was going to suggest it anyway. He, he keeps on flipping. Yep. Alright. So you haven't seen this guy before? Actually, I, I, but I can't, don't know where. I remember when I was a part of the, uh, provisional IRA, they, uh, Someone sent me a photo that looked like this. I got once again. I gotta catch up on my contacts. Let me know when you know something. I'm really curious now. All right, I'll 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 tell you. Uh, well, in the meantime, I head back. Uh, he throws you uh, the keys here. Here's a spare car. Take take it back to the barracks. Keep it in there until I tell you it's okay to leave. Right. Thanks. And uh, make a go. Uh, thank uh, thank you, sir. And uh, in. You guys get inside the car and uh, depart? Yeah, she drives this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you 
Yeah, you head back to the barracks where, uh, you know, news has reached them of uh, Little Red's passing, uh, and there is kind of a, you know, a service held. His name is put up on, you know, his picture is put up on the wall of, you know, fallen comrades. Yeah. Everyone... She, she feels a little uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Basically, uh, Tiger talked to you about the wall and said he, he would like it taken down, but he would, you know, hurt, he would hurt, uh, morale too much to do that. So we just, so the primary concern is keeping the barracks a secret and so it never becomes an issue. Right. Um, and yeah, Aaliyah will lay low. She'll, she doesn't talk to people very much. Um, unless, unless, unless people come up and try and talk to her, she doesn't talk very much. Uh, Mikal is kind of tries to start several conversations to you. Depending on the conversation, she'll actually talk. You know, you're not as scary as I thought you would be. Really? I mean, yes. Uh, would you take it as a compliment that I still think you're a little scary, but you're not. I think, uh, your, uh, boss was, you know, boss tiger was trying to, uh, put the fear of God in me with you. I'm gonna stop to consider that don't be the points. Wait, what'd you say, Nate? Have you stopped to consider that that might be the point? I, uh, yeah. I said I think, meaning I had a pretty good suspicion. Meaning I, you know, I guess, since I'm an angle, and, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, trying to sweat me to see if I was a, uh, a double agent or something. No, 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 not that. But maybe I have an approachable charm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you're awful charm. You can be awful charming when you want to be. Thanks. Uh, uh, got anything to read around here? Yeah, small box right over there. You can look through it if you like. He flipped through the box and uh, mm, uh, she's got a lot. Of, she's got she's got a lot of comics, but she also happens to have um, a lot of literature that's precursor to comic books. Um, a precursor to the superhero story. Yeah. As as mentioned, Beowulf, the Odyssey, the Iliad, um, the Aeneid. Uh, I Lots of lots of uh, texts that, uh, that that contain an Uber mention in, in, in some fashion. Well, uh, he picks uh, he picks the earliest. He picks up a, a translation of the Epic of Gilgamesh. That is, in fact, literally the earliest piece of fiction <laughs> you cannot get, you cannot obtain an, an earlier piece of fiction. Hey, it hasn't Gilgamesh been found. Was- Hey, Gilgamesh was kind of a superhero. No, I know. I know he was a superhero. I mean, Gilgamesh is also the earliest, the earliest known piece of fiction, of recorded fiction that, or uh, no, of, of, of written fiction rather. Yeah. And um, everything prior is ledgers and records. <laughs> um, and that gets into a whole big topic that I can get into later. Uh. He, so, anyways, he picks up a tran- you know, a copy of the Epic of Gilgamesh. That's a good one. Uh, can't beat the classics, and you can't get more classic than this. You, you literally can't. Um, and she, she sort of goes go, goes back to uh, she 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 goes back to reading through. She just has some serial comics. It's whatever she can pick up. You know, I'm kind of getting uh, what you were saying about before about you know. I know, not sure if I uh, elaborated, but uh, I do understand the appeal of having uh, ideal characters, concepts, and stuff. Like I said, I my minor was in literature, and uh, I, I do enjoy them from time to time. 
Sometimes you just want to have a story about good triumphing over evil, right? Yeah, you do. Hmm. It's nice to have. Okay. When you deal in um, non-gray areas, having things in black and white are nice. So, uh, how long you been with the... Uh, how long you been a member? A few years now. Enlisted right out of high school. And uh, thought when you thought you would be a little bit older. How much? Mm, maybe about three or four years. Hey, Sam, almost look thirty. Wait, how old are you, anyways? I was guessing about twenty-five, twenty. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I'd figure you'd be more like twenty-nine. I, I mean, are you saying that I look that old? No, not. I mean, I was the way you present yourself. You know, I mean, you would be a very youthful looking. Uh, I thought you were very useful-looking, a uh, twenty-nine-year-old. It's just the way you present yourself in a uh, manner of speaking. You sound very worldly and stuff. A useful-looking twenty-nine-year-old? They exist. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean useful? I mean, you look like you're, uh, you know, mid twenties. Oh, useful. Yeah, okay. part of my uh, part of my accent. Uh, yeah, useful. All right. What do you think I was saying? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Well, I guess you're in the clear then. I was about to get offended. This you, close. I can say in all honesty, you're the last person I'd want to offend. I think I really am. What I, what I was saying is, the way you carried yourself and the way you, you know, talked and the, and stuff like that, you just came off as someone who's, you know, world weary, uh, been here a while. Uh, something you don't usually get into, you know, you know 20s or 30s. Uh, the guy who sent me, co- uh, uh, all the got me into comics. Uh, he was a uh, he was all he's about a uh, thirty mid thirties old forties now. He's he's always like that all the time. Tell me something. Your whole life, have you ever known a good man? Mm, my dad was all right. So that's one. Yeah. Are we defining man as human or man as in a male? Yeah, whichever. Because my mom was pretty all right too. Human then. Yeah, my parents and my uh, a lot of my friends uh. I lost touch with and or don't want to get in touch with again. So, I mean, when I knew them, they seemed pretty alright, but you know, I, time does have a way of changing people. It does. It really does. People have a chance to. People have a chance to be better as they're younger. When the kids still. Kids. And kids can be little shits, but not the bad kind. They're still. They're still innocent. There's just a point. And get old enough. And you start to deal with other people. And you start to see what all you can get from other people. Most people, they just... They just catch, they catch the fumes of it. See what all you're good for. And that's what most people want. That's mm. all they're really interested in. Well, I'd like to think I'm not like that. You'd like to. But you might be. You never know. You end up growing up with it for so long. Mm. You hardly notice. Even here... Even here, people are just uses. So that's how you build people? Or... No. I don't. I don't know what I am. Everyone, everyone here. I know what everyone else is here. The tiger. We're all just a means to the end. We're all a means to victory. But what good are we once you won? Right, well, try, try and win if you if you know you're gonna you know if you know winning means the end. Gotta think before you ever get involved. Uh, well, when if I win, what will I do then? Even tiger has that problem. He he does. Did you know? Well, you probably do know. Study military history. 
How many war heroes can you count? Whose actual lives got any better after they won? Just get them all the glorified. History tells a different story from reality. But they had uses. Use to the country. Use to the cause. But once they weren't useful anymore, what then? Found sickness. Found madness. Alcoholism. You think if we had superheroes, we'd let the same things happen to them? No. They're masks. People don't know, don't know their actual names. They don't know who they really are. Beneath the mask, they have their problems, but when they wear the mask, they're doing something good. There's always something for them to do. And people can't glorify them any more than they already are. They can't say, oh, here's Bruce Wayne. He's all of the wonderful things he did. No, here's Batman. He's all the wonderful things Batman did. And then someone takes up the mantle, and Bruce Wayne dies. And Batman continues. The hero itself never dies. Even if she's kind of shakes her head a little, puts a, puts a few fingers to, puts a couple fingers to her forehead, and just uh, kind of a sad smile, honestly. And even if society just sees them as a use, as a, as a means to an end, just like oh, we are. Even if that, they don't give a damn. Why, <laughs> of course, it's what makes them heroes in the first place. They're not concerned with. They're not concerned with legacy. They're not concerned with. They're not concerned with what they're going to do if they win. Because they know what they're going to do with if they win. Once they win one battle, they're just going to they're going to the next. Once they save this person's life, they're just going to go save the next. She really hope. Just kind of takes a deep breath. Go ahead. I really hope that American thing catches on here. I don't think it will. I highly doubt it will. A lot of people probably thought it would. They probably thought they would have fought in America. To ha- it wouldn't happen there. Not before this mysterious stranger, no one thought it would happen anywhere. Exactly. Who was to say the next superhero is in right here in Ireland? Talk almost like you, like you know one. Can't say I do. Nah, I don't know. Kind of like the idea of there being one. Ever since I found out that you know they actually exist, that art at life is starting to begin to imitate art. It really is. Hey, maybe, maybe that, maybe that a uh, spaceship containing uh, the uh, child of a dying race will land here. <laughs> A Superman, really? Well, that's when I doubt. That's when I really doubt. Mm. Now, if you're going to be a, if you're going to be a superhero around here, anywhere in this world, you just gotta be damn good at what you do. <laughs> Maybe you could be a superhero. Oh, that I highly doubt. I don't know, Punisher. You kind of. I wouldn't exactly call myself a Frank Castle kind of girl. Shrugs. <laughs> I mean, you're... I appreciate the compliments, but you're like Frank Castle with knives. Really. Think so. Hmm. Probably. Uh, maybe if you, you know, also maybe not as much uh, upper body strength. He is kind of built like a truck. You saying that I'm not strong? This is gonna end with with you challenging me to an Alan wrestling contest, isn't it? Oh, more than that. This fight. Yeah. You ever spot? <laughs> yeah. I used to. You ever hear the song Saturday? Can't say I have. Well, uh, song about getting into fights every Saturday night. And that's kind of what I did in college. Alright. You're on then. She'll set her, set her book aside. Uh, she's wearing like a, a sweater right now. Yeah. Uh, beneath of it is, uh, beneath of it is just kind of like, just like a, a, a white, uh, sleeveless shirt over, over her, over, over her bra. She just kind of takes her jacket off, stretches out her arms, cracks her knuckles. She's actually pretty athletic, uh, pretty athletically built. 
you want to actually make this a thing or yeah all right i think this is part of this guy all right uh roll brawling brawling or close quarters combat it, whichever tiger cqc has six dice and one will die then i guess that <laughs> then gee i guess that would be that <laughs> yeah Body plus CQC is like nine dice with one little die. Uh, oh, oh dear God. Um, uh, three by ten. All right. Uh, you uh, you begin to pr- do the sissy cuffs, and uh, you start with a, a uppercut to the jaw. Well, actually, it's CQC, so it'd be more like. Uh, oh yeah, so it would be more like a slap to the jaw. Yeah, a really oddly strong slap. <laughs> One of the one one of the uh, one of, one of one of the uh, major things with uh, close quarters combat is uh, you never you never ever hit um, with the uh, you, n- you never ever hit with your knuckles, um, especially the head. You never hit the head with the knuckles in CQC. Actually, uh, give me a give me a. You can hit anywhere else in the body, but if you hit the head with the knuckles, then you can actually break your hand. Will be a check for a noticing fighting style. Uh, tactics? Yeah, tactics. Sure. Well, some tactics. Um, it's, uh, mind. Alright, four dice. Two by five. Two by five, uh, you notice he actually has a similar style to yours. Why'd you pick that up? Mm. Uh, around. You learn what works. I can't say that's something you necessarily learn in a pub. Well, if you don't, not the pubs I went to. Usually, usually, uh, guys from the army would go there. And sailors. You know what they say about sailor, sailors with nothing, what sailors do when they have nothing to do. What sailors make when they have nothing to do, I think. I think you punched something loose in my brain. Oh, uh, yeah, that, uh, that should be fixed in just a moment. And she's gonna go after him again. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's see here. Um, rules question. Uh, if I roll two tens but don't take them, do I still get the willpower? Yes. Okay. Uh, so. Um, that is, uh, let's see, what would be good for arm? Okay, yeah, it's, uh, four sixes. Four sixes. And, uh, quick trick rule discretion. If you roll higher, but, uh, don't make the whip, uh, what? It depends on if you're defending. If you're attacking or defending. Attacking. Uh, then it just breaks your sets. Right, so, um, two eights would do what to three sixes? Uh, two eight, two four sixes, rather? Um, yeah. yeah, she would break his. She'd break his two eights. Yeah. What happens is, yeah, he goes in for, for a punch, and you, you, you know, seek, you know, do a free hit combo on him. Well, it's actually on his left arm. So imagine oh, yeah, maybe so more, you grab more, his, like catching his arm. Yeah, grab his arm. Uh, yeah, grab, grab his arm, chop it, and then uh, and then push him aside. So how how refined is this guy's actual style? That's pretty refined, though. You know, you are totally uh, you are totally uh, clean, mopping the floor with him. But he knows what he's doing. It's just you know what you're doing better. I'm just gonna say, this isn't something you just pick up. This is something you're trained to do. Well, you know, you would be amazed what how much a how much a guy will teach you for a couple of for for a, for paying his tab for a year. Oh yeah. Well, your turn then. Show me. Alright, are you gonna just she'll, defend? She'll, she'll defend this round. Alright, uh, roll defense. Okay, uh, three by eight for defense. Alright, he, he seems like he fenced for one, and then, uh, he goes around to sleep the leg, but you jump over it. Okay. You know, right now I think I should get, I think I need to 
to get square with them. Obviously, whoever whoever taught you your stuff was, you know, leagues ahead. Mixture of many. Tiger mostly, though. Then she goes for a punch. All right. He's gonna defend. Uh, uh let's, let's 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 call it a uh, let's call it an, uh, an open palm punch um, to the forehead. Yeah. So, two by ten. Two by ten. Uh, he kind of uh, backs up, so instead of hitting him in the head, you hit him in the uh, chest. Draws her hand. Good. Starting to catch on now, I guess. I, I am. Sorta, of, sorta, of, kinda. But uh, I can tell you right now, I'm going easy on you. Well, go easy on this, and he's gonna make a double attack. All right, she'll uh, it'd be crazy. She'll uh, she'll she'll make um two defenses and a counter. All right. Um, and uh, I think I only have to drop one die because it's blocking. She's gonna block twice and then. All right. Um. So yeah. And uh, I remember blocking. Uh, uh, when you block, um, you can do a, a counter for free if you successfully block. Yes, but right. for but for blocking, if you the hit uh, deals damage to whatever you're blocking with. Right. So she's gonna you know block with her arms. Okay. Uh. Oof. Okay. Uh. Let's see here. I got um two by eight and trip six is to block. All right. Uh, what happens is he kind of goes in, and then he slips on something. <laughs> oh, I don't lie. He rolled. I rolled a straight. <laughs> well, I rolled no matches, but no, still. Ouch. So you pretty much uh, so you know, one knee to the uh, one knee to the stomach, one slap to the head. Later, he's on the floor. Goes. I think that I think that's enough for tonight. She sent a hand to him. He accepts your hand up. Good show, though. Also, you notice the crap the guys have got gathered around because hey, fine. And when you leave the little boxing ring, they get in to have their drunken fisticuffs. It's not nearly as skillful. Yeah, like the Beatles opening for your kids' garage band. <laughs> <laughs> she'll go back to she'll go back to to uh to sitting on the couch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> take your hair out of a ponytail. <laughs> Uh, Mikael goes to uh, get some ice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the night ends, and uh, a couple days pass, uh, you know, pretty much uh, pretty it, was actually, it was actually a pretty decent night. She had a, she had a good time. Yeah. She legitimately enjoyed herself. Uh, yeah, a couple days go by, and I, uh, you know, uh, and then Tiger calls you up to his office for a private meeting. Yeah, she heads up. On the side note, uh, does, does Mikael just kind of hang out with her? Or? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, she's probably hang out with him at the time, and then she uh, gets up and heads to his office. Yeah, he hangs out with, uh, like, he hangs out also with some of the other guys, but, like, he mostly, like, being the new guy and being you the one with, uh, he has, you know, spent the most time with, he mostly hangs out with you occasionally, you know, he, and also because you are kind of, you two are kind of the smartest ones there, well, at least in, uh, you both like to read, which is, yeah, not something <laughs> he's, that... He's probably the smartest one there. <laughs> Well, there's the bomb maker. He's kind of smart at what he does. I guess as far as education goes, Mikkel's probably the smartest one there. Aaliyah, she went through high school, and she didn't focus on high school. (laughs) She graduated with C's and D's. If she tells that, Mikkel, that he is surprised. She probably did at one point, yeah. Like, I would have took it you for uh, someone who at least uh, was a college dropout. Never went to college. 
I guess so. I'll, well, uh, good on you for uh, you know, self-educating yourself. So stuff that I got into reading when I was in high school. Yeah, I was the only one who of my my friends in high school who would uh, read when it wasn't required. So yeah, didn't help that I was also kind of a jock. So I kind of went got into this weird you know that weird uh place where you don't really fit into any cliques. Really? Yeah, because what you know. What did you go to? Yeah, uh, uh, public one in Liverpool. Uh, not like. Like, you got the athletic guys who, who are more focused on getting, you know, you know, scholarships and then eventually playing on a Manchester United. And then you got, you know, the, uh, the education mind guys. And then you got the popularity minded guys who, which, which was the one that I fell right out of. And though, but you know, those ones only, you know, they get their time to shine in high school and then go off to li- have, uh, boring office jobs. The whereabouts, yeah. But yeah, I was, uh, I would, you know, I had, you know, friends, but I was mostly just, you know, wouldn't say a loner, just, you know, mostly hung out with my family and, uh, read a lot. I didn't have any friends through high school. I'm sorry to hear that. That's fine. Didn't like any people there. <laughs> Can't say I liked most of the people in my high school either. Didn't have much family either. Oh. Neither here nor there. Anyway, yeah. Wasn't such a good student. And then I guess later on, yeah. she's called yeah. Youth Tiger. Yeah, she, she'll stop probably talking about comic books with Miko and, and head up to. Yeah, you actually up. notice that. Yeah, the more you talk to him, the more like you more you're able to get him into comic books. He actually yeah. mentions that he's that unlike he, his friend, you're not that annoying about it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, usually he just throws something uh, at my face and says, "Read this." <laughs> All right, I can't do that. I need details. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so yeah, you get into Tiger Shroom. He goes, "All right, cool thing." What did you find out about Mikael? Good bit. Guy's born and raised in Liverpool. Born and raised in Liverpool. Um, decent upbringing. Good family. Friends through school. Went to uh, one of his old schoolmates. Joined up with the UDA. They did a drive-by shooting on a, uh, on a neighbor of his. Then he opted to do something against the UDA. That's the same story he gave me, so he's saying consistent. I'll be honest with you, Tiger. This guy really isn't lying. I, yeah, I don't think he's a mole. It's been no slip up since the story. It doesn't Twitch doesn't. Well, eye contact doesn't 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 uh, maintain eye contact um, too much while he's talking. It's just right amount. All right. Well, I figured out who that uh, Greek guy fellow was. Well, I'm all yes. <laughs> also, on the record, he probably would if if he pays attention to his men very much, he probably would have noted that uh, that Aliyah has been a lot happier <laughs> with Nikhil around than, than she has before. She was really, really angsty before. Wow. She's actually kind of energetic. Yeah, we found out who the Greek guy was. Turns out uh, he's uh, actually a, uh, well, rumor is nothing can be concrete proven. He's a, uh, a member of British intelligence. Really? Huh. That strikes me as strange. What's his name? Charlie? Oh, hold on a second. Oh, okay. Notes. Yeah. Notes, no. notes, 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 notes. So many notes. 
Antiketos, I own these. I know these. Well, Tiger, I think you're, you're, you're great, could use some work, but, um. Anekatos. Yeah. Anekatos, yeah. Uh, second generation Greek immigrant. Uh, family and, family immigrate. He's a parent immigrated here from Greece. Uh, he was, he's, uh, but he was born here a, a, a UK citizen. Born there a UK citizen. Uh, has, uh, been identified by several members of the IRA underground network as a, uh, member of British intelligence. So we do not know his exact uh, mission or uh, job. However, I have a theory. All right, go on. Occasionally, governments like to sell weapons to terrorist organizations that are more friendly to their interests than another terrorist organization or another regime. Right, covert up. Yes, the uh, the Iran con the uh, Contra the uh, the Mujahideen. Uh, Happens, the old, you know, Soviet-backed uh, revolutions and uh, U.S.-backed counter-revolutions, and also all of that hell going through on going on in Africa. Yeah. Now, you all know the Austrians. Their prime, their main thing is they want to keep North Island British and North Island English, and a uh, English-run government might be willing to sell them weapons now. I don't think their primary, what they're getting out of this, is giving them weapons. I think they need the money for something else now. As we all know. UK, uh, UK budget is all black budget, so. Right. They do not have to disclose what they're using their defense budget for. Yet, every bit helps. And they probably just need a little bit more money off the books to, uh, fund some other affairs. This could have also something to do with the, uh, assassination. Well, if you know where to find the guy, I can get you, get, get you some information. I, I know. I know. He's miracle level. Anyways, we're about to, we're gonna load up in about, uh, two more, about, uh, tomorrow, and head over back to that, uh, actually, day after tomorrow. Wanna make sure, uh, they, uh, found the body in the dumpster, but they didn't identify him. So that, they're still, that way is gonna be still bogged with police patrols. At least until Sunday. That's when we make our move. Well, it's good, though. See, if one way is bogged with police patrols, that means there's less patrols out there. In other directions. However, that weapons cache is now more of a concern than ever. If this is... This could be high-grade weapons. Not just your AKs and uh, MAC-10. These could be Uzi, the M16. Right. C4. We found some... uh, we had a, had another, we found another tip and found some, uh, plastic explosives planted near a cathedral, uh, uh, near the border. And we think that the, that, uh, those plastic explosives originated from that barn. Now, I would like to go in there and take all their stuff for my own, but there's just too much of it. So we're just gonna have to blow the whole thing, send the message. I don't suppose it could take a little though. Well, of course. Can't take uh, the whole damn shipment, but a fair fourth of it, third of it, maybe. Yeah, we're definitely gonna see if we can't ground a little before we blow the thing. Yeah, if we just had some ammunition, it'd be good enough. We're probably gonna have. We're probably gonna use. We're gonna have a uh, our uh, bomb maker, we're calling it our you know best bomb maker, uh, Joseph Bullock. Uh, he's you know been out of uh, country late recently. Uh, 
been doing some uh, business over in Germany. Uh, I don't know what it is. It, he says he, he's kind of freelance, so I don't ask questions. But he just came back. We're going to get him to hotwire all their the explosives in there to a uh, to a trigger device. And he actually, and if they can uh, identify anything that remains in that bar that used to be there, I would be surprised. It's gonna be like a me. They might think a meteor hit it. It's gonna be. And of course, we're gonna have to back it to a safe distance. There's right. gonna be a big explosion. Probably some if the uh, bits of ammunition aren't just turned into shrapnel, they might cook off. Right. Well, something beautiful. <laughs> gonna be one hell of a fireworks show. I'm gonna have bring you along, uh, and uh, Michael as well. We need to see how this, if he is legit, then this will go down with no problem. But if he isn't, this is when he's gonna show it, if ever. How do you know? I mean, what's this man gonna do against a whole squad of us? He's just one person. But that's the thing. He's legit, and he has more people behind him. I hope he is only one person. If he has a wire, or if he's setting us up for an ambush. He has a wire. Hmm. I've also been noticing, uh, there's been some uh, close calls with, uh, there's been a couple of cars patrolling around here. Never the same car, a, a different day, but I don't know, I could be just paranoid, but better air on paranoia than let your guard down and get, get fucked up the ass, you know. You checked his things yet? Of course I checked. Checked his background. You know, student level boy went to university at Belfast. All there. I've done everything except call his parents and out. And you know, if he turns out to be legit, I don't want to anger him. Like I said, I want to make every take every precaution with this man. He's an Anglo, but he could if he if he was right about this one. I bet he knows a lot of other uh, locations. Right. Or, you know, Okay, point us in the direction of some of his old friends. Right. I can talk to him. See what I can get out of him. Right, of like I said, I think... I personally think he's legit. Anglo or not. I've also seen that you've been, been getting friendly with him. So, I'm going to ask you to uh, make sure you keep an objective mind about this. Absolutely. cannot have my number one commissar playing favorite among the boys. You cannot have that little reputation you've been building to go to waste. I don't suppose that's a risk. Find out as much as you can about him. And this Sunday, we're going out. We're gonna blow the place to smithereens. You think he wears a wire? I don't know. If I we could search him, but I actually had someone check out his clothes, and they couldn't find it. If he has a wire, he's very good at hiding it. Anyways, this meeting is dismissed. Salutes you. Stands up, salutes. Heads on out. It's about how much Miguel. Yeah. So we're heading out in a couple days. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't sound surprised. Well, you know, we were gonna do it eventually and might as well get them while they still got, you know, all their stuff in one place. It's true. So you say anything about me? Or can you not say? Don't know. Sorry, just a bit stressed out, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You want to go for a spa? Yeah. I think I will get the upper hand this time. You think so? Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to just say he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he does better, but he still can't land a hit on you. Um, is there anything I can actually roll? Uh, oh, actually, can I, can, I, can I roll CQC um, to actually, certainly to, at periodic points, um, try and land hits on him that are just soft enough? Um, just kind of, kind of pull a punch enough uh, at specific locations where someone might have a wire. Uh, first, give me a street light check to figure out where someone would have a wire. Okay, sure. Let's see, her street light is six. I'll no, I'll pull a couple points harder into it. Um, so it's eight D. Uh, oh, I can another point of power. <laughs> Let's see. Did I roll any sixes? Okay, sure. Two by six. Alright, yeah. Usually, there's one place where he might... Well, okay, two places where you might have a wire where you can't really check without, you know, making it obvious. But other than that, yeah, you know where all the places where wires are held are. Okay. Uh, can I... There, even, even in, like... Even at uh, points that it, that is difficult to make it obvious, uh, it's actually not that not not too terribly difficult. For instance, um, keeping a wire on your inner thigh would be really obvious, ideally, if you're trying to check for that. Um, however, uh, what if you were to throw a kick at at Jim? Yeah, and uh, I wasn't be- thinking inner thigh. Hmm? I wasn't thinking inner thigh. I was thinking the the places they're not lo- likely to check at an airport. Well. The places that are really inefficient to have a wire? <laughs> Sometimes concealment is better than uh, quality. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if you, if you, if you keep it a wire... Okay, I, I see specific. I'm not thinking of the butt. That would just be silly. <laughs> no, I meant, I, I meant if you're keeping a wire in your crotch, or in the vicinity of your crotch, for instance, like, it's not going to hear much that way. God damn. <laughs> Um, if you have a good quality microphone, sure enough. Uh, okay, yeah, can I roll CQC? Yeah, to to subtly look for a wire on the guy. Uh, yeah, three by ten. Uh, yeah, this guy appears to be clean. Though you do feel bad, you had to knee him the crotch to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess we're not playing by uh by what's the name of the Miss Marcerot thing? Uh. I don't know. The rule where you probably should be wearing a cup if you're going to go, go go into a spa. You see, usually I spar with other men, and there is a code of honor there. Hey, code of honor or not, you tried to grab me a little earlier. You got a little too close to something. I didn't appreciate that very much. You knocked my hand. Oh, I'll call us even. All right. She helps him up. Yeah. Um. Uh, hey, after uh, hey, after uh, you know, uh, we get to uh, we get off house arrest. Uh, I go see a movie or something. Like just hang out. Sure. I haven't seen a movie in years. Ah, that'd be nice. Actually, have you? Uh, maybe I should go out and get the new Batman movies. Oh, I wanted to see those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the ones by that guy who didn't um, Memento. Yeah, I wanted to see this. Yeah, no, I'm just seeing a movie. Yeah, just um, be cautious, I guess. I mean, 
after all this goes down, Tiger's going to want to know some more information. I figured. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Want my uh, dog's name from when I was a kid? It was Sparky. Sparky, really? My dad named him. Ah, okay. I never had a dog. Good pets. Uh, very loyal. I had a cat. She ran away. Never came back. One pet I ever had. Um, but no, uh, nah. I'm talking about probably going to something like, um, other weapons caches. Oh, yeah. Any other friends of yours who happen to be in the UDA? As you said, there's one friend of yours who you are particularly offended by. I mean, yeah. you that guy's name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a matter of trust. It's the more legitimate information you can give. The name was, uh, it was, uh, Charlie Goddard. Charlie. Yeah. I like that name. Yeah, kind of, kind of still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know. I always thought it'd be a cute girl's name. Like I always thought that, I always thought that I looked like a Charlie personally, <laughs> as a girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, if you ever have kids, you know, they ever look at anything like you, uh, got a name there. If I ever have kids, that's a good. I'm probably not gonna live to see thirty. <laughs> yeah. I think you can, and you look like a, you've survived this long. Oh, we'll see. So. You, hey, if on your 30th birthday, you're still alive, you owe me, like, lunch or something. <laughs> I owe you lunch. Well, you're the one who, you're the one who says you're not gonna live till, uh, 30. I mean, of course I'm gonna have to give you, still give you a birthday present, but you're paying for lunch. On your birthday. Well, that's just assholeish. Fine, I'll pay for your lunch. Give you incentive to live till 30. Really? That's, that, that's all my incentive to live till 30. A, a single lunch date. I'll cook it. Uh, better, better, better damn well be the, the best thing you ever made in your life. Uh, I'll have you know that I'm quite the chef. No empathy check required, you can tell he's lying. <laughs> he- well, if I see my 30th birthday, I'll look forward to it. So, yeah, you continue to spend time with, uh, Mikhail, and, uh, yeah, once again, he continues to seem like a chill bro. Yeah, he's a pretty chill guy. She hangs out with him. She likes him. And, uh, eventually, uh, the fateful night, that fateful Sunday night, uh, happens upon you, uh. Sunday, bloody Sunday, proceeds to happen. No, that was actually another thing. That's actually, that's, that's actually a thing that happened in Ireland, Nate. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is. That's, that's the reference. Yeah, I know, but. You can't reference that when we're doing a game about the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> I mean, I know we make reference to superheroes in the superhero game, but still. <laughs> that is taking it a level beyond. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Good. All right. So yeah, you, uh, Mikhail, uh, Joseph the bomber, uh, Tiger will take a car. Some of the other guys, you know, including a uh, Big Red, who is still mourning the loss of Little Red. They might oh, yeah. have. Been, oh, they might have been dating. That's... No one asked. They didn't tell. That's fine, Aaliyah. Um, 
Only at some point before this had a uh, had a. Uh... The thing is, Big Red is just like Real Red in that he 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 mostly speaks uh uh you know Gaelic. Yeah, and the Lethalia did give her condolences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You dr- proceed proceed to drive down to the farm and uh give me uh whichever is higher uh scrutiny or perception. Okay. Yeah. Scrutiny. Okay. Scrutiny. Scrutiny is I think yeah scrutiny higher than if. Two by one. Two by one? Yeah. Uh, as you drive to the uh, place, you notice that, uh, there are different cars parked here. Uh, not the same ones that were parked before. There are two ones, uh, both are, one's a minivan, the other is a, uh, uh, an SUV. No, what, what car is she, like, who's she in the, in the car with? Um, yeah, you're in, uh, Mikhail, uh, in with, uh, Mikhail, Joseph, Bomber, uh, and a Tiger. When did Joseph get here, by the way? Uh, he got here, uh, actually just, uh, at the end of the day. Like, he just got here. That, that's pretty much who you were waiting for. Okay. So I guess she's really getting a chance to talk to him? To be fair, Joseph doesn't talk much. Yeah, she was just gonna ask him what he was, what the hell he was doing in Germany. If, if you ask, he says, business. That's fair. And I guess as they're approaching, does she have, like, a walkie-talkie or something? Yeah. She can talk to Tiger with? Well, Tiger's in the same car as you. Oh, okay. Different people. Different cars, anyhow. Let's all, uh, let's all get out of the cars, get out of vehicles here, and, uh, check that barn. Make sure no one's inside. Right. And, uh, yeah. And, Leah will get out of the car. Um, uh, Mika, let's get with me. Alright. Alright, so give me a stealth check to sneak up on this, uh, barn. Okay. Give me a stealth check to sneak up on this barn and slit the barn's throat. Shit! Ah, uh, I wanna throw some more power. God damn, I'm rolling this jazz. Ugh, little far did nothing for me. Throw some more. Okay, two by six. Two by six, uh. Jesus yeah. Christ. And also give jazz. me a, yeah, and also give me another uh, general perception, uh, yeah, perception check. Uh, okay, uh, troop sevens. Alright, uh, yeah, you are doing a good stealthy job, uh, you know as Tiger's doing a good stealthy job, and so it, like the guys kind of, like that were in the other car is kind of hanging back because you're not as stealthy, but everyone here is, you know, very good at stealth. Uh, Joseph and Tiger for obvious reasons, and uh, you're just kind of noticing now that uh, that uh, Mikael is pretty good at stealth, being stealthy too. Oh, she can't ask him about it right now. <laughs> Save it for later. Right. So you make it into the barn, and oh my God, it's a treasure trove. Uh, because uh, in the uh, hiding place of the barn, where you know there's no eyes to see, they can just have the guns out and put on racks. And God, there are a lot of guns. A lot of guns. There is a bunch of manure, which of course is very good for making explosives. Uh, it also makes the place smell like manure. Uh, there is, you know, there are, you know, there's actually a bookshelf filled with, uh, you know, books about, uh, weapons assembly and anarchist cookbooks. And, uh, there's also a kind of a shelf filled with, uh, ready-made, uh, Molotov cocktails. Uh, there is a RPG-7, uh, kind of at the center of this, kind of supposed to be the centerpiece of this arms display. Uh, someone definitely had some decor thing going on here. Uh, a lot of, like, there are box, there is at least, when you, when, uh, when, uh, Tiger said you probably couldn't get all of this out by moving, he was right. You probably can't even get one, like, you probably only get one tenth of the stuff here out. Good. That, that's it. God. This is, there are some tank shells in here. 
that you could, you know, perceivably make makeshift bombs out of. This, this is the mother load. Good God. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, tiger ghost. All right, let's get the others. Let's try and bring one of the uh, bring one of the cars here and see how much we can fit inside. Uh, Mikael, uh, Mikael, uh, Rhodes, you stand watch outside. Make you know, keep an eye on that house. Maybe people inside there. Uh, Joseph, Joseph, start setting up, rigging this place to detonate. Inside of there. What? What'd you say, Nate? She kind of muttered up, muttered under her breath. People inside of there. The place hasn't been sold yet, has it? Yeah, I told you, it's sold, no one's shown up. It doesn't matter, let's just keep an eye on it, uh, tell us if you see any movement, shoot anyone who sticks a, anything gun-shaped out. Right. Alright. Come on, Mikkel. Alright. Alright, and they actually kind of sneak one of the cars near, next to the, uh, next to the, uh, barn, because there's no way you're carrying all this shit uphill stealthily. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. You, you're pretty sure that, that that money handoff was just, like, either a down payment or, like, or, like, maybe a, uh, the final payment. This, this is what takes briefcases of money to, uh, buy. Right. Alright, and, outside, uh, give me... Outside, you're just like, there's gotta be someone here. Yeah, cars. Right. Someone here. Gotta be someone who's looking out for it. There's too much here. There's too much here to not have a lookout. Yeah. It's a fucking trap. It's gotta be a fucking trap. Yeah, uh, Mikael looks a little bit nervous. Let's check out. And give me another scrutiny check. Okay. Uh, two by five. Alright, uh, yeah, you notice that, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, Saint's house been sold, uh, you notice that, uh, looks like someone's eating at the picnic table and there's actually, looks like there was a party here recently, uh, housewarming party. Someone's eating at a picnic table right now? No, someone had. Uh, there is cake leftovers there. She's gonna. How far away is this house? Uh, you know, it's it's close enough. Like like I said, two meters within within two meters of the uh of the uh actually yeah five meters of the barn. That's pretty close. Yeah. Um. You know enough about explosives and how much shit was in there that this place is going up with the uh barn. Right. So she'll peer at it with her binoculars. Can right. she see anyone inside? Uh, give me another uh, scrutiny check. Okay. Can she take her time? Or well, actually, uh, give, yeah, give me a scrutiny check to just look around the house and stuff. Okay. Uh, two by five. All right. This is, two, uh, this is a two-story house. Uh, there is so, and you think the bedrooms might be upstairs, and you don't see anyone downstairs. However, do look into one of the cars and uh. The minivan actually, uh, it looks, and it looks like a normal minivan, though there is a car seat inside, you know, for a toddler or something. Not, so, you know, not, that doesn't seem very UDA, unless they either, they are either having bring your kid to terrorism day, or they are very protective of certain pieces of equipment. Shit. Miko, check this out. Miko, you know, runs up and goes, and he looks and goes, what the, wait, no, no, this, no, it's not. No, it, it can't be. What? It has to maybe. And uh, you hear the uh, actually the truck back out. Uh, and uh, Tiger runs up to you. Yeah, he goes, "Okay, car's all full. Let's get ready to leave and blow this place." Well, wait a second. What? There's a family living in there. And. And we gotta get them out. Get them out. We'll chase get, them out. <laughs> get. 
Oh, that's a okay. You had me there, Rhodes. Okay, let's get in. No, they have a they have a fucking kid. We gotta chase them out. Probably a Ulster kid. Uh, anyway, Ulster or what? We gotta get it. We gotta. We can go in there with a fucking gun and chase them out under the car and chase them out and chase them. Then they'll see our faces. Then give me a fucking bandana. Not debating this. Get in the car and we're leaving. Give me a fucking mask. Rhodes, that is an order. And then uh, Mikau goes. Oh, you can't. No, this this isn't right. This is this is why I joined the IRA is to prevent shit like this from happening. We're you know he's like we can't do this or we'll just be as bad as them. Tiger, give me a fucking mask. I will go in there and I'll scare them out. I won't take very long. I don't care. A fucking gas mask. Anything. No. Michael, you do it. And he throws Michael a, Mikael a bandana. Rhodes, we're gonna, we're gonna go up to the hill. And when we see the family, run, chased by Michael as the mad gunmen run out, we can then, and only then, we'll set off the bomb. Does that make you happy? Yes, it does. Then let's go. And, uh, Mikael give you get the feeling I joined the wrong, wrong faction. Splinter, whatever. Just kind of gives him, gives, gives him a, uh, gives him a, a, a knowing frown. Let's save lives first. And he puts on the, uh, puts on a you know, bandana, locks his gun, and goes inside. And, uh, yeah, you know, you and, uh, you and, uh, you know, you and, uh, Tiger get to, you know, start walking up the hill, and as soon as he gets a certain distance away, he, uh, takes out a, uh, detonator and pushes the button. Did- There's a giant explosion behind you. Just- Turns and watches that. Give me a trauma check. You do not get to use hyper die for this. This is kind of, you know, scarring. Yeah. I got trip tens, but you lose two, two willpower. I'll accept Actually, that. no. How much do you have in a uh, justice? Uh. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, four. Yeah, you lose four. You do not, however, because. That, if that is anything but justice, as you see, the house doesn't get get caught in the blast, but a bunch of shrapnel gets sent into it, and, ca- and the house now is ablaze. What the fuck did you do? I told you, I, I thought it was fishy. Thought it was fishy? No. What the fuck did you do? No real, no real Irish Republican would turn off down this opportunity or jeopardize their identity. Just so some fucking family can live. You realize we're at war, right? In war, there are civilian casualties. That is something you have to accept. And if you don't, you do not belong in the IRA. You fucking son of a bitch. And uh, give me a a number, a perception check. Okay. Two by nine. Two by nine, uh. You actually do see someone exit the building. And then drop to the ground because they part of them has caught on fire, and they begin putting out the fire. She uh, she's gonna give Tiger um a brief glare and run for it. All right, you run there, and as you get closer, you see actually, hey, it's uh Michael, and then something very, very like she's been shot before, right? Uh, yeah, she's been shot before. Not in the shoulder. Things that, things, that, things that could be taken out. This one happens to you, like, in the back. You feel it bouncing off one of your back ribs, and it, it sends you to the floor. You also felt a second one uh, tear through your leg. Looks like he shot twice, 
and uh and you just you know let the recoil send the you know help aim. You're now on the on your she, uh, stomach. She lets out a lets out a, a, a shout and hits the ground and and coughs. You and Layla. Wait, what's her name again? First Aaliyah. Name. Aaliyah, you are like a very scary, mean guard dog. Purpose. <laughs> be frightening to bring terror into people who would do me harm. But what good is a guard dog if it doesn't obey its master? <laughs> you feel someone step on where you just got shot in the leg and it hurts like hell. <laughs> I guess the one good thing that will come out of this is that now they're not going to be afraid of you anymore. They're going to be afraid of me. I had the balls to do this. You feel something, uh, you know, the, the feel of a silencer against your head. And, uh, then give me another perception check at a minus two penalty because God... Yeah, ow, ow, ow. Um, I will see here. Sense perception. Six is four. I'll dump four points of willpower into this. Um, two by nine. Two by nine, uh. You actually hear off where all the other guys were gunshots. Like, it, there is a firefight going on back there. And he turns, you know, this actually distract, you know, distracts, uh, uh, Tiger for a second, and he lifts the silencer off you, and he turns around to look at it. And then there, uh, Mikael, who, you know, is still smoldering from being on fire, pulls out a gun and shoots, uh, shoots Tiger, who, uh, drops off you. <laughs> She'll try and turn onto her, onto her side. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> ah, shit. And then you see something come down the hill. It almost looks like a walking shadow at first from a distance, but then you make out eyes and a uh a, and uh, a giant uh, a uh, silence forty five. And then you make out all the details of finer tactical gear, all emblazoned with SAS emblem. Like Elliot tries in vain to get a knife. Probably, she's Actually, kind of roll. Like, roll for a knife throw. Um, yeah, sure, okay. She has a ranged weapons uh, throwing knives. Um, roll to straight. Nine high. You you try and throw it, and it hit, actually lands right next to his foot. He steps on it. Fuck. And then uh, he picks, you know, he actually bends down and picks you up by the collar. <laughs> you... And he puts the, uh, jabs the, uh, science pistol into the, uh, into your guy and goes, Honestly, honestly, think that you're some type of, some type of fucking justice here, Carl. And yet you do this. I didn't want to. He, he throws you back to the ground. <laughs> and you begin to pass out. And give me one last perception check. Okay. I'll spend my last point of willpower for this. Uh, ah, I really wanted to get that. <laughs> Roll straight. You hear some muffled talking. One is the person <clears throat> who just manhandled you. The other is Mikael, the blackout. And when you wake up, you're in a hospital, handcuffed to the bed, 
there are a bunch of people walking around you. One of them is in a suit. You're kind of uh, high on painkillers, so you don't make out a lot of what he says at the time, but something, 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 attorney, something, 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 plea, something, something, court date. Flash forward. She's probably yeah. just, probably the whole time just kind of nodding her head, like, yeah. really dazed and out of it. I have no idea what he's, what he's barely, like, what he's even saying. All right, and then the day of the uh, tri- your trial rise, flash forward. You've been, uh, you know, held in a, a, uh, a prison for the last couple months of waiting trial, and uh, you have been brought before, uh, been brought before the Honorable uh, uh, Judge McFarlane, Armin Mc- Herman McFarlane. Uh, you are, uh, you know, you are being uh, accused of uh, terrorism and uh, assisting the IRA, which uh, any legal uh, terrorist organization. You've also uh, there. Are, there's also was the talk about charging you with several murders, but they uh, feel uh, this will be the connections with terrorism will be enough to lock you away. Uh, the court is uh, filled with uh, you know a loose assortment of media. She doesn't really uh, say very much during this. Yeah. Well, your lawyer advises you not to. He says let him do all the talking. Yeah, she does. And you see over at the prosecuting uh prosecutor's desk, you know, where they keep all the uh you know witnesses and uh you know members of the uh prosecuting uh staff. See a familiar face. See Mikhail. He's good part of it the left side of his face is burnt, along with you know, he uh along with uh, some of his uh left shoulder, you assume. She uh <laughs> left his left hand is fine though. Uh he's sitting over there on the opposite side of the courtroom and kind of looking at his feet. There's a there's a, there's a there's a point where she sees him and she's at first kind of happy to see that he's alive and then that wanes a bit as she recognizes which side of the court he's on, not her side. Mm-hmm. And then the happiness of seeing someone she actually liked being alive falls through to a feeling of betrayal and then despair and then there's a point where she just kind of starts laughing. In, in, until she starts crying, uh, you hear there are, you know, they're bringing up, up a bunch of a uh, a bunch of uh, files, uh, audio recordings. Uh, apparently, something about they managed to uh, find your they found your hideout a while ago, and were using a directional mic to uh, monitor your conversations. Uh, they uh, bring out a you know, they're bringing out several pieces of evidence, and then at one moment you see a uh, Mikhail whisper, you know, Wickal and Dolores are whispering to each other, and then. You know, the lawyer is asked to approach the bench. Then your lawyer is approaching the bench. And, you know, there is a long, you know, conversation. A get back. And I, and, uh, uh, the, uh, judge announces, all right. And I may be butchering the legal system of Ireland. I apologize to all Irish listeners. Just roll with it. I don't know what the legal system of Ireland is either. He goes, all right, all rise. He goes, Mr. How do you put Aaliyah rises, though she still, like I said, there's a point where she started just laughing and then crying, and she's still kind of in that state of crying. Miss Rhodes, both the prosecuting attorney and the defense attorney have come to the agreement, as well as due to your recent actions, that you are mentally incompetent and cannot stand trial as a norm for for the crimes you have committed. As here such. I sentence you to be confined to a mental asylum until you are proven not to be a danger to yourself 
or those around you? Just kind of like weakly nods her head. I are you aware of chat of what is of what what you are facing? Yes. Do you have any statements you would like to make before the court? Then I hereby sentence you to report to uh, St. Michael's Mental Asylum. You will be, and you will be able to leave once your mental faculties are in order. My personal, and he goes, it is my personal opinion that I, that I hope that day never comes. Slammed gavel. You actually hear the uh, courtroom erupt in a chat as the, uh, you know, bailiffs kind of grab you, grab each one of your arms and begin leading you away. Is there a point where she passes by close enough to Mikkel to, to say something to him? Yeah. I was just used to you too, wasn't I? He goes to say something and his lawyer, and actually several guys, you know, kind of push him away. They actually remove him from your presence. He looks like he's trying to say something to you, but... He's getting kind of shoved aside. As you are being led out, uh, you are put into a uh, a white van and taken to uh, St. Michael's Asylum, where you are put into a you put into a padded room, uh, and uh, you know left there for a while. And you uh you uh see and uh, you actually you hear uh you know someone call from across the uh from across the uh cell. Go, who's the fresh meat? Wouldn't Come on, I know you got a name. Wouldn't you like to know? I'm a witch. Yeah. You need to know me by. I'd tell if you're one of the legit nutcases or one of the people they send here to get to shut up. Guess we'll find out. What'd you say, Nate? She says, I guess we'll find out. Yes, so. My name's Charlie Gara, Gara by the way. Charlie? Yep. <laughs> UDA. Hey, how'd you guess? Heard about you. <laughs> you, uh, gunned down a family, didn't you? I, uh, I, de- I was the driver, okay? Plus. Plus? Plus. I was off my medication. Paranoid schizophrenic, you know. That's what got you sent here. Yep. Eh. Instead of an actual real mental hospital. Actually got extradited here from, uh, in- from the UK. Not, they, not on the fam- the family murder thing, something else. Oh. Well, apparently they, fa- they found my fingerprint on a pipe bomb or something that blew up a, 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 a cathedral. Well, at least attempted to. Apparently. Hey, I touched a lot of stuff. Can I roll empathy real quick? Yeah. See if this guy's, see if this guy's lying. Because if she is, she's going to establish something here. Yeah. Uh. So they have no willpower left. Actually, no, I think I do have willpower left. How, how, how much time do you think has passed? About a, a, a day's rest. Okay. Actually, two, yeah, about a week. A week? Alright, then she has seven willpower. I'll put three points into it. Uh, three by eight. Three by eight. Yeah, he, he's obvious. Sounds like he's, you know, he's trying to justify it. This is obviously a story he repeated in court. Or, like, was training to repeat in court. Until they realized, technically, you know, he could just say, hey, I wasn't taking my medication at the time. You want to know why they call me a witch? You carry a broom? No. It's a name they give me in polite company. Because I'm damn good at what I do. And she's going to be damn good at what she does to this guy. You are a real card you are soon confined to solitary. <laughs> because you are not safe around other inmates. Uh, you are given even more padded room. That's, you know, away from other people. 
though most of mostly the hospital thinks it's because it was just IRA versus UDA. You later hear that, uh, you know, it, it may not have. See, the thing that I imagine her doing would be something akin to she's she has an affinity for sharp objects. There are no sharp ob- sharp objects nearby. However, if you break someone's finger off, you can turn that into a sharp object. Yeah. Um. Like I said, they're not letting you around any. Basically, yeah, this guy needs to get his finger reattached and his face sewn back on, along with other things. Jacket bone is dangerous. Uh, you are pretty much put in a cell, like, you are, you know, of course, given a TV, you know, there's a TV embedded in there, you know, safely in the cushion, so you can actually, you know, so you, because you soon find out that, you know, like, some of the more sympathetic, uh, nursing staff pretty much tell you that people rarely are let out of this place. That's fine. There really isn't anything else out there for me anyway. And uh, one day, uh, a nurse uh, named uh, let's see, nurse uh, nurse Kathy Sempers uh, says, uh, "All right, uh, Rhodes. Yeah, you received a gift. I am gonna give you this gift and trust that you will not misuse it. If." We find that you admit, if we find you, we can trust you with this sort of thing, we might give you more. If we find we cannot trust you, we won't, you will not be getting any for a long time. Do you understand? I understand. Who's the gift from? Did not, uh, sorry, he did not, uh, leave, leave, uh, his name. And, uh, she gives you a comic book. It's for, it's, uh, the Superman story, uh, for the man who has everything by, uh, Alan Moore. Well, just leave this here. And she leaves it, you know on the floor and leaves you to yourself. She again has a moment where, shocked, then starts to slowly laugh until she starts to cry. And then you wake up. You were asleep, fell asleep on the couch again, uh, in, inside the Wraith cave. Is she alone in here? I don't know, is she? That would all depend. Does Matt have a mic? Does Matt have a mic? Uh, I have the one built into my, uh, computer. Probably sounds awful. Doesn't sound too bad. What's going on? Uh, you want to do this, Matt? Um. Do you want to play Wraith briefly? Sure. Alright, Wraith, uh. Yep, it's the Wraith Cave. Uh, Tonight. The witch has been both laughing and crying in her sleep. It's kind of woken you up. There's, I guess there's just a point where it was very, probably very brief. Where, um. It was a, a really sad, really kind of soft, sad laughter followed by crying. Yeah, and you see she has also now woken up, too. She's, sitting, she's just kind of sitting up on the couch, um, wipes some moisture off of her face. Uh, hey, what's, what's going on? You're having some... Oh, James. You all right? Uh-huh. I just had a dream. I think I realized that I'm almost 30. Uh, well, you gonna be okay? She kind of nods her head weakly. Yeah. Okay. You, you sure? No. You can get back to sleep? No. Hmm? No. No, I can't. Alright, well, you want to stay up for a bit and we'll talk? Maybe. I think maybe a walk would be nice. 
Want to get some coffee? Hmm? Want to get some coffee? Sure. Okay. Let's get some coffee. Let's take a walk or something. She doesn't actually talk about what's actually bothering her. She just wants to get out, get some fresh air, get some coffee. Yeah, you go to uh, uh, Carbucks. Carbucks, yeah. It, it's like it's you know like uh how Sonic, you know, all those drive-in uh dinner places. It's like that only a cafe. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it probably just goes. Gets a, uh, yeah, it's probably just doesn't talk very much. Just goes goes off for a walk with James, gets some coffee. And... Yeah, they talk for a bit. Just probably chatting about just small talk. Nothing really to any emotional depth. That probably at some point before leaving, or probably at some point by the time they get back to the to the. Uh, the the uh, the the um the warehouse. Uh, she's just like James. Yeah, yeah. Have I told you how much I appreciate you? No, not not often. I'm sorry. Before you, I really, I really didn't know any good men. Oh, I'm always glad to be one, I guess. I just... I just, um... just wanted to say thanks. No, no problem. I think I can probably get to sleep just fine now. Thank you. Alright, well if you can, I'm gonna go back to sleep too. Okay. Good night, James. Alright. Talk, we'll talk later. Yeah. Alright. He kinda goes back to sleep. He's back. Alright. And uh, yeah, after that walk, uh, there, you are able to sleep a little bit better. You know. Scars of the past still hurt, but. They always do. It's nothing new to you anyways. And that's where we're in this session. Yay. Yeah, I don't have a name up for that other than Origin Witch. I'm sure thing is coming eventually. Yeah. Um Yeah, for my yeah, that was my first game of running around talents. Oh it was good. Um well also a good Lone Wolf game too. Yeah. Also also here's a uh uh here, here here's a uh a possible um session title. Uh for the woman who has nothing. I like it. Also, by the way, Paper Dice in, in Lie. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> well, he was. He'll cut. There's gonna be more stuff to do with that eventually. But, yeah, I figure. I figure. Yeah, but, if you guys don't. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, there were there there, there were uh, good characters there. Yep. Um, good characters. I like the pacing. Yeah, uh, I was uh, I was really pacing over this thing where there would be a brief like fight with some uh other you like act you know other UDA members, but uh decided you know that was only if I needed like filler or something, and I turns out I didn't. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, anyone uh, any, anyone in this particular group will role play enough that you don't really need artificial filler. Yep. 
So any questions? Well, uh, uh, not to my knowledge. Um, I, I, I assume that there are, there are three names that will probably come up later. One of them I don't know. The, uh, the SAS guy. Um, what? Hmm? Hello? Hello? Charlie? Not now. Uh, What'd you say? Uh, I said, uh, I figured there'd be probably a few names that will come up later. Um, the SAS guy, uh, Mikkel, and, um, oh, shit, that was the only name I didn't write down. Um, uh, Anikatos. Oh, yeah. There was far too much description given to, uh, given to Anikatos for him to, to not show up later. Fun fact, I came up with him on this spot, but now I have to use him. <laughs> Now you're obligated. He had, he had too much. Yeah, I, I just came up with it. Wow, this guy is kind of interesting. <laughs> I know. I was, I was actually genuinely interested in that guy. Hey, yeah. Now, I'm, hey. I was, I, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was genuinely in, in, interested in Michael, um, and I was genuinely interested in uh, Anikatos. Uh, there was, there was basically, um, there was basically enough mystery that I was invested. Yeah. Um, like, there's enough mystery in Mikkel because you kept dropping various hints here and there that was more, that there was more to him. But then at the same time, like, you would drop a hint that there's more to him, and then I would do something to go, "Is there really?" And no, no, there's nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's just yeah. really looking good. What he does? All right, cool. Doesn't need to wear a bug because they got a directional mic. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, he could have planted a bug inside the actual base. Just never had it planted on him. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess when it comes to mind, um, at the end there is, uh, what, one, one thing, one thing that could have been done, um, uh, instead of giving him a bandana, giving him a gas mask. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I mean, sorry, yeah, that would, but, oh, yeah. Though it's, it's, it's perfectly right. Um, there, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a different origin behind why she was a gas mask anyway. Um, yeah, and plus there's enough people wearing gas masks. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, um, I had fun. Alright, uh, with that I'll end this recording. Uh, good night, Internet. And Matt, you uh, can end.